Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Everybody, and welcome in to the 128th episode of the Penny Bloom Podcast. His I, Colton Robertson, and today I am joined by two. We are three of the bitches four. I am joined by Joseph George. What is up, homie? What up, what up? Super glad to be here. Finally, finally uh, doing the Suicide Squad rewatch. And, the Suicide uh, Squad rewatch, buddy. I, I am so hyped. So Dude, it's one of my favorites. Like, one of my favorite comic book movies period. I'm not going to be out here claiming I I know what is the best comic book movie ever, but I will plainly put that this I've never watched a, a comic book movie and immediately gone this is one of the this might be my favorite like ever. I I mean it was it's an only, immediate. It was kind of immediate too. It wasn't like maybe I'll watch it again. It was like I will gonna, watch I'm this going again. to watch this again, but this I'm already, will be yeah. This will be watch Five for your boy. I think this is four for me. I think this is two. Miles, we are also joined by Miles Butchers, who will be watching this for the second time. What is up, homie? Uh, doing good, doing good. Kind of, you guys talked about how much you enjoyed it. I'm really happy they uh they just went all out on the uh, ridiculous uh, aspect of it and just made it as as stupid as possible instead of trying to like keep it serious and. Like other DC movies have done, they just went, nope, we're just going to make it as stupid as possible. We're going to have one of the characters be a fucking rat man. <laughs> not even not even the other character that's also a rat controller, but a, a character that is a fucking weasel. <laughs> or a werewolf, depending on who you In guys. humanoid form. <laughs> Regardless, I am fucking ready. Yeah. Uh, and I want to save as much discussion as we can for the live commentary because – Two and a half hours is a long time to talk, boys. Let's save it. Uh, so, like I said, live commentary format. If you were joined us here, we have HBO Max queued up. Uh, you will get an ad, likely for reminiscence. Uh, it'll be 30 seconds. I want you to head to the 35-second mark. There will be a black screen. Head to 35 seconds, and like as soon as we press play, you'll hear Johnny Cash's voice kick in with the... Uh, Hello, everybody. I'm Johnny Cash. Uh, if you are in a theater and you've decided to bring us bring us with you, that would be awesome. Please do that. Uh, props to you. <laughs> props to you. Bring bring headphones. Headphones definitely though. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't no, out loud. I want everyone to hear us. <laughs> Just blast through the theater speakers. Spine yeah. Blast. So basically, what I'm going to advise you do is go to the point in which we say three, two, one, punch it. On punch it, press pause, and when you are in the theater and that screen goes black when the movie's about to start, hit play for me, and we will be right there with you. Uh, it could be a lot. It could be a lot of fun for you. I, I'm sure that would be a great way to spend our time. Uh, however, again, HBO Max head to 35 seconds. Let's get this Suicide Squad live commentary going. So I'm a countdown. Three, two, one, punch it. On punch it. 
We all press play. You ready? Ready. All right. Ready. In three, two, one, punch it. Got that crowd applauding for us. We got mm-hmm. Johnny Cash's Folsom Prison Blues. Quite, quite the perfect song to put at the beginning of this movie because I don't know if you're familiar with Folsom Prison and Johnny Cash's performance at Folsom Prison, which he performed this very song to the prisoners. I am not familiar with this. Yeah, and I thought it was just the perfect, perfect place to start with. Very fitting. Oh, and like the soundtrack on this movie is stellar. Somehow fitting the tone perfectly and it's all over the place. Like, they don't play the same genre of song, really. Mm. It's nice. But we kick off with Savant here. The Crocs, baby. The Crocs. God. I want those Crocs. Like, Not do, just... you think prisons, do you think prisons get, like, these special edition <laughs> orange orange jumpsuit Crocs? I was going to say, not just Crocs, the orange jumpsuit Crocs. <laughs> yeah. Is it, and, uh, he's dripping. He's, he's, he's got the drip on him. And this is a pretty dope little superpower. Uh, you get to throw a ball accurate as fuck. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Uh, to be a great pitcher, he'd be I, quite the pitcher. Yeah, uh, I was but wondering. I love like, first time I was watching. I'm like, what are these paint X or like tape X's on the wall? And then I just see him go, "Yoop!" And I'm like, oh, and then as wow. soon as I saw that bird, as soon as I saw that bird the first time, I was like, "It's dead! It's dead! That's it! There's no way that bird is living." Because I just saw him <laughs> do that thing with that ball. He's hmm. gonna throw this ball at the bird, and and thus it is so. Uh, but I appreciate this first crossover of Marvel and DC, the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Suicide Squad crossover, starting with James Gunn at director. And then we got Michael Rooker as Yondu Odonta mm. and Savant here, which is just outstanding. Man, his voice is just so... Oh, he just might have been your father's son, yeah, but he ain't your daddy. Like in every character he plays, Walking Dead, Yondu, this, like... How just... Mary Poppins, y'all! <laughs> It just enhances his character, man. And I, I love this version of Rick Flag. I'm mm. gonna tell you because that Suicide Squad version 2016 of the Rick Flag just wasn't quite right for me. That guy was at was at the, the Capitol on January 6th. This guy wasn't. Mm. <laughs> That's a good analogy. <laughs> I do love the giant American flag on the wall here, just just for the purpose of this shot where they're all walking in a line. That's the only yeah. reason it's there. Oh, this is just like comic book movie to the like they yeah. the shots they set up are just you know in Harley like whenever she has her flower power scenes like yes. oh my god it's just, and the introduction of the weasel the intro of weasel and also fucking uh what's his uh Pete Davidson's like uh uh uh, uh yeah uh, dude uh, when I saw Pete Davidson I did not see him in any marketing for this movie and I was yeah. like. What? I, and I was like, as soon as I didn't see him in any marketing in this movie, I saw him pop up. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Pete Davidson is getting capped. <laughs> he, I was like, because I'm like, Pete Davidson's in this movie and they're like, he's in the, like, he's in the squad. Like, he's, is he not the, like a big part of the movie or what? Because, you know, he doesn't show up a whole lot. And 10 minutes and thus, later. And thus. <laughs> But uh, I love I love Harley Quinn too. Obviously, Margot Ren is Harley Quinn. Margot Ren. Margot Robbie sitting there. Uh, his eyes are bugging, bro. They are popping out so far. And I know you know Weasel's a fucking so mouth bad. breather too. <laughs> oh, dude, and his breath is terrible. Oh, he probably. Just and I love like them. A wet just, dog too. I love them putting down money on who dies. 
I mean, they're, they're betting money right now. And I got to guess that's the subject at hand is like money on who's oh, yeah. going to die it's, first. Well, no, it's probably – it honestly might be who survived. Who makes it out. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that's that's fair. They're, well, they probably have multiple bets going on. Man. I've I've told you guys that Emily came into this movie uh, not knowing anything because she doesn't know a lot about the DC universe or the Suicide Squad or anything. So she thought Amanda Waller was going to be like this boss-ass bitch who couldn't be told nothing. And I'm sitting here knowing she's the fucking Antichrist, Demon Spawn. (laughs) Like, she is is ready to kill. She's ready to kill everybody for for country. That's it. That's a flip Uh, of the switch, man. That would be... can you imagine having a thing in your head that at any time could just boop? I guess no, it'd be the best bro. way to go. I do li- I do enjoy the uh, versions of the Suicide Squad where they like kind of try to call her on her bullshit. Like they don't believe they they have a bomb in their neck. Mm. And then she's like, okay. Beep, and then their head blows up and it's like, okay, do the rest of you believe it now? They d- definitely didn't skip out on the gore in this movie, that's for sure. Yeah, that they, is uh, certain. They let it happen. Right in front of camera, too. Like, very close up most Plain. of the time, too. Like, Yeah, like, they were like, we want you to see this. <laughs> is this thing a dog? I love I love this. And, and this was, however, where I was like, I don't think I want Pete Davidson in a lot of stuff I watch. Because, mm. like, he's just Pete Davidson, you know? He's not, like... He's not any. He's not sinking into the role for me. Uh, when he's like, "Is this thing? Is this thing a dog?" I was like, "He's doing a stand-up act on my screen." Mm. Uh, he's not harmless. He's killed twenty-seven children. God, who let this man near children? How do you question. come up with that? How? Like, yeah. See, uh, Colton, you said that you hated you or not hated, but you didn't like Pete Davidson because it's just he's just doing a stand up act in front of you. I loved it because of that. Yeah, because that's all. I like, it's kind of like seeing like a uh, seeing like uh, people who are famous for other things come in like become actors, and at the very beginning, you're like, I love you because you're not you're not an actor right now. You're just yeah. doing what you became famous right. for, and it's always funny. Like Pete Davidson here would be like if Andy Samberg showed up in Iron Man, like in a suit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's the vibes I'm getting. And it's they like, gave him the perfect I love Andy Samberg. I love Andy Samberg. Just probably not the setting for him here. See, but uh, also perfect setting because they went just as ridiculous as possible. That's see, and that's what's great is that like the fact that he does get his face blown off. Yeah. Is what makes it perfect. Like that's why I love him <laughs> in this movie. And you know that that's why they got him. Like they were like, we're gonna we're gonna shoot your fucking face yeah, off. Like yeah. that's that's the goal. We want you to be funny for five minutes and then get your just face literally blown off. Just obliterate your yeah. shit. Also, did no one check if the weasel could swim? The weasel jumped in himself though. No, and here's the thing, is that the entire time that he's freaking out in his seat before they, they drop, he's trying to tell those motherfuckers he can't swim. He's like I can't do this. Y'all are about to learn. No, I'll no, jump out this bitch. no chance. No, ch- you think the weasel has any real brain function going on? Yeah, he is I not thinking to. at all. I have to. No, no, no. I, I think, I think the weasel is the smartest one there. And he <laughs> can't communicate it. No, there are we. You know, you know, like Don't the, the TikToks and stuff of hey. the of the 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 lights are on, but no one's home. That's the weasel. <laughs> hey, he is one. 
of two people who make it out of this group. Fair so, enough. I mean, well, no. he's got something Maybe figured he out. Maybe he from the well, start. Yeah. He faked yeah, you're right. it. In the end. In yeah. the end. He faked uh, it. And he just yeah, like, he was I like, I don't want to be a part here. of this. Everyone will think I'm dead off rip. I still want to kill more children, you know? Like, I don't I want to die want... here. Also, now he has an island full of children to terrorize. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You know, he's just going to live in Cordo Maltese now. Like, this is his home. Uh, I do appreciate this part, and I remember being just, like, so bewildered whenever Blackguard or Pete Davidson gets up here and is like, Hey, guys! <laughs> I brought the mirror for you! I was like, what a fucking asshole. Everyone's like, dude, get the fuck down! What's wrong with you? I love it. <laughs> and he gets exactly what he deserves. You know, like, he ratted on his, he ratted on his team. Uh, and it. frankly... When I that expect- happens, you get your face blown off. I expected him to be shot like in the heart or the neck or not. Fuck's, not this. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> snitches, fuck snitches get stitches. Snitches get their face blown yeah. off. Sn- snitches get a bullet that explodes their face and nothing the else, just their face. Stitches at that point. Yeah, like you're not getting repaired here. Uh, you're dead. I do love that Harley Quinn's just about it. You know, they're like, you got to fight. And they're like, we don't have any chance here. And she's like, fuck it, man. I got a rocket launcher. And she just owns her plot armor. Like, it's it's obvious that she has plot armor because she's just, wa- you know, like, just walking through shooting bazookas. But, like, yeah. I just, like, the movie's self-aware. And that's well, what and, makes it, um, like, just it, so good. I, Savant, is that the guy's name? Is that Yondu's name? Yeah, Savant. Savant, he's like, sitting look here. Look at this plot armor right here. Yeah. Tell me that this isn't plot armor. The S- Savant is sitting here this whole time watching them like we're watching the movie right now. Just like, yeah, what, what's, what's happening, happening? dude? What what's is going on? Crazier is this dude is like realizing what they're here for. Yeah. Like he's realizing how the Suicide Squad got its name. He's like, oh shit, they brought us here to die. Like yeah. they they want like the intention of this mission is for us to die fighting. Uh. Also, and he's like, no, I thought he was about to just unleash, bro. The way he was watching this happen, I thought he was about to go full badassery, bounce like some sort of weird ball off of everybody. And then he's just like screams and runs. Yeah. Why is he still showing? Like, why is he still out in the open? Why doesn't he just hide behind a rock? TDK? Right. (laughs) And it's just, you know, like on people. The most ridiculous character. (laughs) Dude, I love that. I was wondering how big – I knew Mongal wasn't going to be a part of this movie either just because you didn't see her in any promo. Uh, and her taking down this chopper that eventually kills Boomer. Everyone. Also, uh, <laughs> people, people were not happy with the fact that Boomerang went down here. It's They really just didn't care. They were like, we're just going to open this movie however we want. Like, this is how it's going down. This is what's going to fucking happen. Y'all need to be ready because like, and that was the statement with Boomerang dying here. It's like the people from the last movie are not safe. Yeah. Like also, they can I die. Really, I really love they, they just said like, um, <laughs> TDK squirming on the ground. shot in his body. He's just like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. They, they made the movie that everyone wanted the Suicide Squad to be. They did yeah. not be like, oh, we're going to keep characters safe. They're like, no. People are dying, and it's going to be in gruesome, stupid ways. I do appreciate the amount of warnings here, though. 
she's like, you can't do it. Y'all, you got to turn around, turn around. However, I don't appreciate that what she's warning him against is like, uh, we're either going to blow your head off or you have to go fight and die for us. Uh, she could have, that's the, that's the part where it's like, like, Hey, you go like two more, two more feet. I'm blowing your head up. Then like, Oh, okay. Maybe I turn around now (laughs) and pop, pop goes the weasel, but not really. Weasel's fine. Be cool. Oh, and I love, I love the way they take advantage of that. Like the way they're like, this is a comic book movie. Yeah. We are going to show you the words. This is the parts of the movie, the chapters, if you will. Uh I love that. So many times and they do it in the most ridiculous ways too. Like the blood pool turns into the Warner brothers or just like, there are other parts. I can't remember exactly what they are or the sand blowing on, like, like blowing over saying like the present day or whatever. And then blowing away again. it's like, what? (laughs) I remember getting here and being like, fuck yes, this is, this is what the suicide squad's all about, you know? And you got blood sport, peacemaker, King sharp, polka dot man. And, uh, Rat catcher two, just all vibe in there. I love how and, she's just two. Like, yeah. oh yeah, it doesn't get her own name. Just two. She's the daughter of. Uh, well, she wanted she wanted rat catcher two. She she wears that badge with pride. And she loved her. I mean, her and her father were pretty close. You know of. Uh, and I love love that Argus here. That they're this office. It operates as like a a workplace comedy when they're mm-hmm. there. Like that's that's the tone the movie takes whenever we're there is that like, this is now like the office or parks and rec. Like we are, we are now in a playful mood with people who are doing their jobs at desks and sitting yeah. on computers and stuff. They just happen to have life and death in their hands. Yeah. They just happen uh, to be watching people get killed. And I love this the, again, the, the music here just perfectly befitting. Uh, those are people who died. Those are people who died. Uh, it's outstanding. <laughs> uh. I think if there was any one character who I could have had make it out of this, just to just to be around for the rest of the movie, Weasel. I would have liked. I would have well, Weasel. Sure, I would have loved to see uh, Javelin and Harley Quinn <laughs> keep going in this movie, just because that's such a random like Javelin. You this, fucking for real? Three days earlier in fucking soap. Outstanding. I, they, I think Harley and like they would have worked well together. They like, they would have worked well, but I think it also like had he survived, it would not have given the the comedic effect of her carrying around the fucking javelin the rest of the movie, just being like, "Who am I holding this for? Yeah, what do exactly. I do with it?" And then continuously being in the perfect situation with it, and it somehow saving <laughs> her. And she's like, "Oh, I guess it did work out in the end." <laughs> you think that's Savant's hair? Yes. Who else? Who else has long yeah. ass white hair? Daenerys Targaryen. Yep. Uh, hers is Somebody. God, it's just a great, and I love all these all these characters that just died, got their shit wrecked, <laughs> just like popping up. And the explanation that Amanda Waller gives here for Bloodsport, how he had a. He was trained from birth, basically, by an assassin uh, to become mm-hmm. lethal, and anything in his hands yeah. is a weapon. And then she gives word for word, yeah, the, the same, same thing for... about Peacemaker. And it's funny because, and... like, that's making fun of the way that comics yeah. recycle characters. It's also 
funny because no. the line the line right before she re-describes Peacemaker, she says, every single member of your team will be completely unique with different skills. All right, who's the first member? The exact Peacemaker. <laughs> he, he has been trained from birth by his father, who is an assassin. <laughs> Well, and that's and like that's what's crazy is in the end it ends up making sense why she has two of the exact same person on the team, and it's because one will stick by man and country through and through, and the other one has a little bit of autonomy and will lead well but won't follow. Like that's not something they'll do. So Peacemaker is glad to follow. Peacemaker is glad to follow as long as it's in the name of the country, Uh, and I love that. The teams are v- selected very particularly, like for mm-hmm. like in but like it's just it, it makes sense. Like I just ah uh, just all the details of this movie, like it's just such a it's like you don't even have to think about really anything when you're watching it too. Like I don't know, maybe that's why I love it so much. It's just I just am just entertained like the whole time through and through. Yeah, yeah and like and this part here, I, it kind of like uh it loses its potency for me simply because like. We grow to enjoy Idris Elba as a character and his personality and stuff. And by later in this movie, this is weird to me, uh, this interaction. And I understand that he's a villain. They're all villains. They're the Suicide Squad. Uh, and she is just a fantastic actor, by the way. Uh, a Wrinkle in Time, Euphoria, just been in all sorts of shit. She is fantastic. Uh and popping up just as a couple scenes for being Idris Elba's daughter and being angry at him here. And then later on proud of him. I love, I love that little, that little inclusion yeah. in the movie. It's just, it is funny that like, this is where his arc is set up. You know, she well, is and ashamed I, of him. Yeah. And I think also part of the, re- like, like this scene here also does show like later on, it shows that he actually does have some good in him. He's doing this because he's like, I just want you to like, not Keep be attached to me because all I'm going to do is bring you down. Yeah. And so I want you to be on your own and like not have to worry about me. So he's trying to push her away, which makes a little bit more sense other than just, I fucking hate, like get away. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like he's bad news. She shouldn't be yeah. around him. He gets that. He understands that. I also think it's funny though, that in that he's not going to give her advice to be any different than he was, you know, yeah. like, it's like, and that's why, like, it's like, that's why you can't be around me because I can't change my way. And therefore you will not see a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I will, I will raise you that way as well. I'd and say I think he understands that's not the way a child should go. The top, honestly, I think the best part of this movie along with Guardians of the galaxy is one, the casting and two, the soundtrack. It's consistent yeah. in both of them. And it's just their fun move. Like they're both yeah. just fun. Like, I, and that's what James Gunn's gotten a, down uh, perfectly yeah. for comic book movies. This man knows how to make some of the funnest movies you'll ever watch. And like, even beyond comic book movies, I'm thinking back to Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo Two Mystery Island. Goaded. Like those these movies are actually goaded. These movies are fun as hell. And that's that's what James Gunn does better than anybody is he knows how to make a movie that is fun as fuck and will emotionally reach you in the wildest fucking way. Like I never would have anticipated to be uh, emotionally attached to, uh, I mean, or to even consider polka dot man, a valid comic book character for a movie or, uh, <laughs> or rat or, or rat catcher. Like I don't expect uh, to have hey, this rat catcher too. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, even going back to rat catcher, yeah. the connection there, like, that's or, what, that's what, that's what emotionally hits you. Or, or like John I, Cena in a movie, in a major role, like, it's just, it's just people you wouldn't expect to work well together, but it just works. And I, here we got, and we get that introduction of John Cena's character here with, uh, as Peacemaker and the, I have smaller bullets, they go inside yours. I love that that is just a throwaway line the first time you watch it and it ends up being, the end of him. As, as soon as they, the as he fell and they both pulled out their guns, I was like, oh, his bullet's going through his. This is the obvious point, and it's going to be the smaller bullet, obviously. Book read. <laughs> me so smart. Bored. So I, smart, me. Yeah. I, like, he, he was probably the second character that I was looking forward to the most. Um, oh, I love King Shark. And uh, it, solely because of all the things that I've seen, like, uh, the, uh, the mustache. <laughs> the I put on disguise. Who Bird. am I? Bird. Favorite line of the whole movie. And I say I say bird in my actual IRL life just randomly throughout the day. Like yeah. out of nowhere. Bird. Out of nowhere, I'll just bird. I, and. <laughs> just, uh, hmm. No, and here's the thing is that I also love the uh the uh way they don't refer to him as King Shark. They refer to him as not Nanaway, you know, because that's his name. Yeah, they're not going to dehumanize him. Like they're gonna, you have a name. We're going to call you by your name. That's the right thing to do. And uh, I appreciate that aspect of the story. And I appreciate that Ratcatcher Two is really the one who can uh, relate to, not relate to him, but kind of uh, sympathize with him and be like, "Nah, shit's all right." Like I get that you wanted to eat me a few seconds ago, but uh, you just you just want love. I uh, want love. We all up, want love. Up here soon is like my easily top moments of the movie for me. Yeah. The fucking licking the window. <laughs> Calendar man, you got Sean Gunn popping up, James Gunn's brother. He's in every James Gunn movie. He's Craglin and Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> you got Weasel fucking, licking the fucking oh, window. <laughs> and then just the stop and stare like, I was caught. <laughs> <laughs> Like, man, this shit tasted hella good. Now I've been caught. <laughs> and. Why did it sit that far apart? Yeah, I think it's like, here's the thing. You walk into a theater, bunch of recruits. Do y'all sit in a row? Like, people you don't know? No. Nah. You sit in randoms, especially Joseph, all these villains. Whenever uh, uh, you enter an auditorium for a lecture in college, do you sit in the do you sit in the same row as other people? I go no. straight to the front, straight to the middle. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's, yeah I'm, bullshit. I'm, in back, I'm in the back row. I know. I, I don't get back, a you don't do that. I'm finding that pocket, you know, yeah. where there is nobody for three rows in front of me, <laughs> three rows behind, uh-huh. five seats to my left or yeah. right. Like, and you sit in the middle of it. You sit. You distance. That's fair. That's until fair. until you have to sit next to someone else, you don't sit next to someone else. And they have a whole they have a whole theater for you know five people. I do love the explanation of this, uh, the Project Starfish, though, because obviously if you're coming into this movie, you probably know what that means. However, them them having to discover what Starro is and stuff like that is a, a great deal of fun in this movie. And Starfish, it's another term for butthole. Think there's any relation? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I did not, I did not know who uh, Starro, what is it, Starro the Conqueror? Starro the Conqueror. Yeah, I did not know who that was. And so they said Project Starfish, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't get the connection. I kind of get it, but, like, 
Never heard Starfish, Starfish yeah. Butthole. Never heard that one before. That's that's a new one. Oh, and you can thank John Cena for that. Uh, he's, and this was the first line where I was like, okay, maybe maybe I'll be all right with John Cena. That's <laughs> that's a line that like shouldn't be funny. Yeah. But it's because it's coming from him in that role that yes. it becomes funny. Yeah. It's because it's coming from John Cena trying to play a somewhat like a somewhat thought, serious role that it's like, all right, this is the Joe. Joe thought I was just saying that. I had no idea that was a line in the movie. I completely forgot about that. Like until it, he would just say it, and I'm like, oh wow, I feel pretty dumb right now. <laughs> Another term for a butthole. Any relation? And I've talked about this on the Patreon before, but the uh, the effectiveness of using that. Uh, Fucking the storytelling I, of the the flashback so and catching you up, the flashback and catch no, up. No, what just happened on the screen? Oh, the now, the now? yes. Come on. I pointed that I was watching this with my dad, and I pointed out, and I because I hadn't, I didn't. God, sorry, that's just so cool. Yeah, His... oh, it's so cool. But oh, I saw the the Warner Brothers like in Blood thing, and I thought that was just like a one time thing, and I didn't see the three days ago in Soap, or at least I didn't just like pay attention, and then I saw flying now and then fly away in the leaves and i just i pointed out my i was like that is the dumbest thing i've ever seen and he was like oh what I'm, I'm are you talking about because he didn't see it so i re-round it for him and showed him and he was like all right that's pretty funny <laughs> and i'll give it to you here that one is my least favorite use of it uh that the the leafs yeah because well, it's, it's just so now. stupid <laughs> they could have done i don't know just anything literally like crabs coming out of the sand or some shit you know like that would i would have liked it if it was if a bunch of crabs scurried across the beach and we got peacemaker commenting on the fact that uh you know if the beach was full of dicks and he had to eat every dick for liberty he would <laughs> eat it in a heartbeat that's a when is, is it, it's coming <laughs> up soon where they where he hits him with the line um i'd kill or the the like kill uh, it's yeah it'll it'll be within the next like 10 or 15 minutes i think but uh I love Harley laying here next to Javelin and him explaining, you know, you are the only one fit to carry my Javelin. Uh, just because it's so dramatic. It's melodramatic for no reason. Harley and Javelin here have not formed any relationship beyond they are sexually attracted yeah. to each other. <laughs> and frankly, I love that that's the only connection. It's like they like he is he is using his dying breath to give her his persona. And it's because he thought she was fine. And like, that's it. He's like, you hot as hell. Take my javelin. <laughs> it's also just like, it's this movie is perfect because you, if you are like just a general public, you have watched zero DC movies ever. Like you will still enjoy this movie. You need zero previous knowledge, like to enjoy this movie. No, and like that's the thing is that like it, having the previous knowledge just makes you enjoy it more. If this is your first introduction to DC shit. This is just the wackiest, funnest movie you've ever seen where it's like, oh, great. I don't really need to get to know any of these characters. I'm just dropped into a situation and it's funny. And you like the characters are so themselves that it doesn't matter what their backstory is. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know who these people are and you understand them just because of the way they the the way they're written and the way they're acted. It's just perfectly executed. Yeah, this scene is brutal. Of just, well, it's it's in a little bit, but like yeah, whenever they massacre the oh, and then finding out like where is everybody? I remember the first time I watched this part here, where Polka Dot Man arises in the night to vomit his polka dots. I was like, uh, right here, I was like, oh god, what's going on here? 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know really what to expect. In the like, I was like, is this dude gonna go merc everybody? Like, what is his power? Like, I, and that's what's fascinating about Polka Dot Man is like, this is such a creative idea for a character, an interdimensional virus that has resulted in radioactive uh, polka dots that shoot out of you if you have the right uh, weaponry here. And Miles, have you been talking? Because you're frozen. Uh oh. Ah. That is rough. Shall we pause the movie? Yeah, so we're at 2853, 2855, 2857, 2858, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 2859, 
I like that he doesn't know when to stop. Obviously, he's a shark. He doesn't have social cues. I'm also disappointed. I really thought he was going to, like, while they were shaking hands, I was really hoping that he would, like, try and pull her in to eat her again. I thought that's what was going to happen the first time I watched it. Like, she, he was just going to, like, pull her, and that was yeah. going to be that for Ratcatcher 2. Uh, luckily not. Luckily not. Mm. Her character surprised me a lot in this movie. Me like, too. Because that's, that's one from the premise alone off rip. I'm expecting... She's probably going to die at some point in this movie. She controls rats. What good? Or, I mean, like, obviously, I understand. Yeah, regardless of whether or not I thought she was going to die off the rip, thought I was going to hate her because she controls rats. Because she controls rats. Yeah. yeah it's like, and it's every like time she used her power, my only thought was, stop it, get them off screen. I don't I don't want them. <laughs> we got Amanda Waller. The end was pretty cool. Come on. The yeah. end was cool. No, the, la- the last time I was okay with it. And here we are with Waller explaining to them they got to kill anybody they see. These are dangerous people. Do anything to get flagged back. Nothing oh, like man. a bloodbath to start the day. John Cena as as Peacemaker is perfect. I on first. He's just watch, got the attitude of every. I don't care how ever. many women and children I have to kill to get it. I love it. On I'd do anything watch, for liberty. I didn't realize how defenseless these people were. Like they're they have no idea what's going on. They like, have no intention getting, of fighting anybody. Like, it's just like they're just getting murked. Like there's nothing they could do about it. <laughs> it's it sucks. funny. It's funny now. No, oh, yeah, yeah. But like, still sucks to to watch unfold. Dude, and the fact that they just like brutally murder everyone here, like everyone on the yeah. compound. Nobody made it out. If they were here, they all died. It's even a competition too. Yeah. It, become, it becomes a game. Yeah, it yeah. literally becomes a game. And it's like, they just made these people's lives hell forever. That's that for them. <laughs> like like the revolutionaries that live. Like, it's done for them. Because an American squad of like four or five people murdered your entire revolution. <laughs> Damn. I mean, it works out in the end. It ultimately does. You know, they. I mean... Oh, the competition between the two is just so good. Like, just the... And I love that Peacemaker's, Peacemaker's basically a man-child. Like, that's that's the entire premise of his character, is that he is just a teenage boy who didn't get over his primal, primal <laughs> urges. Of The way he kills a dude sleeping? <laughs> oh, my God. Bro, this shit... Where he's firing the darts, the blow darts, absurd. I, this is one of my favorite sequences in the movie, just because it's like, yo, this man is nasty with the blow darts. Just doing laundry, bro. Like no weapon, nothing, just doing laundry. Also, the fucking distance he's getting him with these blow darts. That's the thing is that he is hitting blow dart shots from like at and thirty then, to fifty feet. Sometimes he kills three people with blow darts, then he pulls out the pistol. Yeah. Also, these guys are running around screaming on fire, and no one thinks to come out. If I was ever on fire, and someone set me on fire, the thing I'm doing is I'm running straight at them, and I'm hugging them. Yeah. Also, the fact that in this movie, we got full dick and balls there. Oh, full dick and balls. If there's a way to go out, though, full dick and balls in the wind, Winnie the Pooh just shirt cocking it with a cup of coffee in your hand, taking a sip, shot in the head. It's not HBO. It's over in a wrap. One dick, at least, you know. Like, Facts. watching Westworld. There's a lot of nudity in that show. A lot Lots of dicks. Lots of dicks. Robot dicks. Human dicks. All just the dick dicks. everywhere. 
also great, just great back and forth there. No one likes to show off except when what they have to show off is cool. Dope as fuck. <laughs> Oh, and like again, God. that's just that's just Peacemaker being a fifteen year old grown ass yeah. man, you know? Like he's just he's he is literally <laughs> he's literally a fourteen year old sweat at Call of Duty in real life. Like that's all he is. Well, he's a fourteen year old sweat in John Cena's body. Exactly. <laughs> Which also may just be John Cena. I love that they're just booling here, sipping on some tea and uh They've taken out the entire revolution. Uh, sorry, we made a we fucked up a little bit. Can you forgive us? And uh, the fact that she is like even relatively able to continue interacting with these people is absurd to me. Like, I I am not talk like get the fuck out of here, please. I mean, like, is it really their fault? They were just told. No, don't get me wrong. Are, like, don't get me wrong. They were taking their orders so on and so forth like i get that however as someone leading a revolutionary cause if six motherfucking americans run up in here guns ablaze and take out everybody and they didn't even mean to also, the, I'm done. the line from polka dot man what did you do i turned them all into my mother and killed them <laughs> yeah that dude is broken that dude has some problems. I thought you were the crazy one. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a meme that was like a Spider-Man Twitter being like, uh, nothing like a bloodbath to start the day. And then some someone was like, I thought you were the crazy one. And it was like Star Wars Twitter. And it's like, I am. Because Star Wars Twitter is a fucking minefield. Fair enough. It's Twitter has been crazy recently. Like recently it's, it's devolved. Like, no, and here's the thing is that like, it was once an app where I was like, it's undoubtedly the best form of social media. Da, 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 da. And I, I've come to realize there is no good form of social media that do, that doesn't exist. Uh, but in fact that it is pumping a news cycle at us 24 hours a day in which there is some shit that will desensitize you Kinda. to the extreme. It's like, it's, it's terrible for us. There, there is nothing good about it. I watched a Joe Rogan podcast with the CEO of Twitter Kind of cool. He went to uh, S&T and was in my fraternity, which is kind of cool. I could say I'm fraternity brothers with uh, the CEO of Twitter. Jack. But, like, they were talking about, like, they brought a guy in that was like, dude, you guys are getting, like, way too powerful. And, like, you have so much power. And you just, like, made Twitter. You know, like, you were just a dude. And he was like, it's a fair point. He was like, yeah. you got a point, man. But, it, oh, man, look, what I the characters in this movie, man, like, dude, just... it's outstanding. Like this, yeah. this character design here is that, like, it's so comic. Yeah. Do they so ever funny. explain why he has fucking rods nope. coming out of his head? Nope. Okay. That is just a part of his character. Just, just wanted to be sure. Dude, and maybe they make him smarter. That's, what, enhanced I, that's brain. what I get. Yeah. 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 And I love the, uh, them them here explaining how Americans are at fault for Project Starfish. And it's like, oh, we on a cover-up mission, not a uh, not an actual good-for-the-humanity mission. Oh, my God. I That would be so just scary to watch. Do y'all remember like, that episode in, like, season three of Rick and Morty where uh, 
the, uh, they they latch onto their mouths and they mm-hmm. talk. They each have their own consciousness and stuff. Yeah, there's this behind the scenes in which Dan Harmon is talking to the camera and he's like, "We were like, all right, so we know what the idea for this is. We are just going to bite Starro the Conqueror and just use it and function as the exact same way until we figure out what distinguishes it that mm-hmm. makes it different." And and like they were just like. We're we're just gonna we're gonna steal that completely and utterly and like that's just what's happening. At you mean the you mean the episode where they made a uh, afterwards? Uh, what what was it? Giant I, I, incest baby? No, no. What? No, God, no, no. I meant the uh, for the star one where they ripped the conquer or Starro. You're saying the episode where they made a uh, 9/11 and uh, um like Star Wars. What was no, the I'm other? I'm really proud we held out there. Pearl, really, Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Yeah, Pearl Harbor. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they were like, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I'm really proud of us. I'm yeah, really, proud really proud of us. We held back there. Wow, I'm really wow. Proud of us. And then they just fly over naval ships. <laughs> I do appreciate that this guy's like using his leverage to the max. He's like, I'm the only person who's worked with Starro. Nobody else is going to be able to do it. Uh, so I'm in charge here, pretty much all the time. Uh. I call bullshit. I think that, like, obviously, he is the only one at like. If any other, if any other character had tried while they had Starro shackled, they probably could have taken over. You know, like eventually, like the only reason he listens to you is because he is trapped. Yeah, he didn't do anything about it. This shit where Harley's just being kept in a pit, and they're like, get dressed. It's just everything always works out for her, you know. And this reminded me, you guys seen Birds of Prey? Mm-hmm. Remember the cut scene, like, in the middle of it that's really random where she starts a music number? Mm. Oh. I it's very similar that, yeah. to this look. Very similar to this look. So whenever she looks in the mirror and she's like, I'm a princess. Like, I, I look at it like she remembers what she looked like in that fantasy, sees that she looks like that now, and it's like, oh, I'm a princess. Yeah, it is really similar looking at it right now. I love Birds of Prey too. Oh yeah, yeah it was, it was just uh, another really fun comic booky movie. Like right? I'm not going into this movie expect it, you know. I'm just going to watch this movie and have was... some fun. Mm-hmm. And it's fun as hell. And Harley Quinn's just a fun as hell character. Uh, strongly recommend the DC animated series. Just hilarious look at all the DC villains. Just because it, it's another one that functions as, as kind of like a workplace comedy. But it, the workplace is DC villains, and it's Joker and Bane and Two Face all interacting like they have like uh, stuff to clear with HR and shit like that. Like, What's that I don't know. Called? Can we bomb the city? That's uh, gonna have to get that cleared up with HR. Which show are you talking about? Uh, Harley Quinn on HBO Max. It's, it's animated, cool. and everything that happens here in this storyline. Ah, chef's kiss. Perfectly executed. Uh, just because this is so unapologetically Harley Quinn. At least the modern take on Harley Quinn. Uh, this uh, just fierce, uh, crazy, unstable, little horny. Little horny. <laughs> I mean... Looking for love, but not 
not being kept by the man anymore. Like, obviously, like, this is the 90s animated series version of Harley Quinn. She's head over heels for this guy. That's raps for her. She's head over heels for this guy. And forever, she is committed to him. New Harley Quinn realizes, oh, you want to kill kids? I will shoot you in the chest. <laughs> you know, I vote, if you every just time stopped it, the men and the women, would have been fine. Once it gets to the kids, I'm out. Not just every the men. I the women and the children, too. You know, like the the whole table just full of food. Like, it's so wasteful, but, like, I got to have one of those moments in my life. Right. It's been in so many movies, so many, like, everything. I need a feast, bro. At this point in the movie, were you guys kind of like, what is even happening? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I was, when Harley, I was like, is this, like, the unreliable narrator moment where none of this is actually happening? Harley Quinn's just kind of imagining it. But they don't really play it that way. They're just kind of like... Yeah, they had yeah. a great day. They had a really lovey-dovey day. Uh, however, it doesn't mean enough. <laughs> yeah, I was like just watching this. I'm like, I don't really know what's going on, but I'm, I'm just watching. You know, I'm just, I'm enjoying. Oh, I, I, and like it's, it's become my favorite sequence in the movie is this whole scene, and then her flower mm-hmm. power moment. Like those are, and and then her when she jumps into Starro's eye. Like those are like my favorite moments in the movie, and it's like. It's just the freedom that the character brings you in a uh, visual storytelling way. Like, it's like you get to be more colorful and more brash and a little bit more on the nose just because of the char- the character you're dealing with. And I love shit like that. It's a good learning opportunity here to do the healthy thing in the relationship. Take if notes, you guys. Have, if if your lover good. is ever about to murder children, do the healthy thing and murder them. It's the healthy thing. Murder them before they can murder the children. Exactly. <laughs> you are so freaking hot. And uh, this is another just like perfect Harley Quinn absolute crazy moment uh, where we are going to make Whoopi and we are going to make Whoopi on this burning table just aflame. It's 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 impeccable. Mm. It is the, It is the perfect perfect love scene for a Harley Quinn type beat. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine being that actor and then being like, hey, you're going to have a sex scene with Harley Quinn. Oh! <laughs> okay! Like, I do appreciate that it, it's... It, I, that's another thing I do love about this movie is that like they don't sexualize Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Like, she's here for, she's here for her reasons. She's going to fuck this guy. You're not going to get to see it. You're not going to see us undress Harley Quinn. You're not going to see any of that. They had sex off screen. I appreciate like th- a moment like that. That's just such a different moment than what you would have seen in a movie like this seven years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like 2014, if this exact movie is made, they are fucking on screen. Uh, and that's a promise. But just that's the way they've, they've evolved the treatment of characters like that, it's like, nah, that doesn't need to happen anymore. And I appreciate that. How is that even fair that a human like that can just exist? Like, you know, like, how is that fair for the rest of humanity? You know, like Ryan Reynolds and like, come on, come on, give us, give us a chance. Gave Deadpool, gave gave Deadpool 2 a rewatch the other night. Hmm. It's been a minute since I've seen Deadpool. I'm not gonna lie. Another one that's like, I, I really do appreciate the action comedy version of the, of the comic book story. Like, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. 
Deadpool, Deadpool 2, The Suicide Squad here. Like, that's like probably my favorite genre of comic book movie just because it's like, it's ceaselessly fun. It will not stop being fun. Uh, that's front to back, one of my favorite comic book movies ever. And boom goes dynamite. Harley Quinn just got that man's ass. Get Thanos in a Deadpool. Like, like, (laughs) I mean, not Thanos, obviously. I just, I love, uh, that movie is really good. I, I, I'm gonna have to give it a rewatch. I, I, we're seeing I the strongly, healthy thing here. Yeah, we're the healthy thing. Very oh, yeah. healthy relationship going on right now. This is quite normal. Uh, happens all around the world all the time. Um, I mean, if you and I love that she just grabbed a gun and was like, maybe it's loaded. <laughs> uh, regardless, I'm gonna kill this guy somehow. So uh, I, I, I like to think that if she, if this bullet didn't go off, she was just gonna be like. Just kidding. Uh-huh. Love you, Puddin. <laughs> and then just like wait a couple minutes and like slit his throat. Yeah, Can you imagine like that. while you're dying, you just hear like this speech and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, oh, and this is a really real moment and it just shows how Harley Quinn is different than your average person. I mean, it's like she takes all these normal experiences and not normal, quote unquote, but like <laughs> these experiences with men that happen to every woman universally. It's like uh, there are very few women women who can watch her give that speech as he's dying and not relate to what she's saying. She obviously takes it a step further by having shot a guy in the chest over it. Uh but like it's it's undeniable. Like em- like I remember I was sitting next to Emily and she was like damn, she is just spitting facts about like what it's what it is often like being on the market and looking for a male counterpart in a relationship. Cause a no. lot of them fucking suck. It's definitely a very true statement. I would say it's, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, there maybe. is a superior, there is a superior side of this coin and it ain't this one. I'm going to tell you that men Excuse ain't it. I'm trying to like, Let's let's bring the dapper back. Let's dress up. Let's freaking suit it out and just shiver. Let's bring chivalry back. <laughs> let's go roaring twenties in this bitch. Come on, man. We got to bring some style back. Maybe maybe like suits and Crocs. This Crocs. this right here, least favorite part of the movie. You uh, mean the these bird birds burning, screeching? Fuck that! Like I, this really confused me. Like I was like. It's a symbolic thing, you know? He's taking power. Death to the guy who ruled before me's birds. Uh, also, it shows, like... No, I think it's really just there to show, like, no, like, this... He is different. Dude, Dude's a menace. Yeah, the dude, the, the dude that, that was after Harley Quinn was, a, was, as he said, he was a romantic and just wanted to, you know, lead their people and keep his country safe. This dude is out for blood. Yeah, like, the other guy was like, we have a weapon in case anyone fucks with us. This guy is like, we have a weapon, let's go fuck with the other people. <laughs> like, that's that's the that's the difference here in their yeah. approach. You know, uh, I didn't know it was Sylvester Stallone the first watch, and then yeah. I saw, like, something on Twitter, like, a picture of Sylvester Stallone, and, you know, ne- like, next to the character, and I'm like, 
And then I heard it and I'm like, oh, it's so obviously Sylvester Stallone. Like, oh yeah. Like that's what's like, hilarious. It's like, and he, he, this is up there with like the, I am Groot levels of ease mm-hmm. in terms of uh, your, your voice acting role. He has so few role, so few lines. He guess, talks yeah. every once in a while. Every time it's funny as hell. Yeah. Uh, and it's always so easy. It's Kevin from the office in that one episode. Me no talk like. Uh, why use many word when few words work the same? Exactly. This is devastating here with Polka Dot Man, given the breakdown of uh, his whole backstory and how the Polka Dots work, and everyone looking on like, God damn, that's yeah, devastating. Yeah, there are a bunch blows. of supervillains, and, and that was bad. Yeah, and then it turns and shows them all, and they're all his mom. <laughs> oh, man, can you imagine, like, if you had to deal with anything kind of – like, if you had such a deep resentment for someone – so it ran so deep that every single person you see is that person. That's crazy. I love the king shark as his mom, dude. And, and I want to I want to comment on the CGI of King Shark real quick. That had to be difficult because yeah. that looks like a fucking shark just walking around. And he's always like and a little you don't, wet. And yeah, it's like, you it's don't just, question. Yeah, I never once questioned whether or not that was CGI'd or anything. I didn't even think about it. That's how good it looked. And it's like, if you can do it that well, that's that's crazy. Like that's some crazy good CGI. Because this is even more. And James Gunn talked about it. He's like, it was more difficult than Groot. It was more difficult than uh, oh, who was the other character? He he said, "Fuck, Rocket." I don't know if it was Rocket. I don't know, but like grown Groot, like that was even easier than than CGI and King Shark. It's just it's, our technology is so crazy right now, but it's just like we're a little held back on CGI humans. Like anything that's not a human, we can create like photo real with no problem. But it's just like – Well, I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that like if something looks wrong about a human, you're going to notice it immediately. Immediately. It's, yeah. it's like – it's we the facial recognition thing. Yeah, we just have so a... easily in everything, yeah. and it's usually the top lip that gives it away because in, mm-hmm. in like CGI, the top lip like moves it's very weird. Like, yeah. you can't yeah. move your like it's it's very your top lip is very weird, and when you yeah. talk, and in CGI characters, it just looks like so off. It's like, either blue, really stiff or not stiff blue. enough, and it's like I'm gonna learn how to talk like a CGI character. There's this weird thing you got to do where you just don't like you can't move your top lip and it just got like it's it got to stay in the same spot and it yeah. It's uh, it's incredible it's incredibly nuanced. Crazy uh, getting factoid. That. Sylvester Stallone has topped the box office 6 decades in a row. That is insane. Okay, so Rocky years, bro. Rocky, another Rocky, Rambo, <laughs> over the top uh Creed, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I'm trying to think. Like, wait, how many decades? uh, Seventies, eighties, nineties, aughts, tens, twenties. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so like what? Like three of those are Rockies. One of them's a Rambo. (laughs) Yeah, three of them Rocky. One of them's probably that. Uh, uh, the Expendables. That probably topped a box office at some point. Cliffhanger yeah. was the nineties. What was that? Cliffhanger. I haven't um, I haven't seen I, I haven't heard of that. The two thousands was driven. 
2010 was the Expendables, um, and then 20s is Suicide Squad. So I'm glad Dude's I got been... the Expendables in there at the at the at the yeah. buzzer. Mm-hmm. Dude's Dude's been around. Oh yeah, so that's impressive. Like that's that's a long that's a long that's like Vince Carter being 90s, aughts, yeah. 10s, and 20s. In the I wonder NBA. how much he I wonder how much he made for just saying like how many lines do you think he has total in this movie like 20 20 maybe? yeah like, like it can't like, be much more than that like i i guarantee he sat down in one day and fit like oh. like I, I don't know i don't, I don't <laughs> like, yeah, like, new dumb friend <laughs> <laughs> like that's just it's it's perfect like that was like that was the most difficult line he had to pull off that one no Bard. The inflection, <laughs> the tone, everything. The context, Perfect. perfectly executed. Right. Perfect execution. <laughs> Dribble a little bit of bird in there. I do love King Shark. Like, look at that. Look at that. That is such Dang. a perfect shot of King Shark. Like, that is CGI. That's crazy. That detail was insane. I, I do enjoy this little background here. This is where you get the emotional depth out of Bloodsport and Ratcatcher for the first time. You've already gotten it out of uh, uh, Polka Dot Man a few minutes earlier, given his backstory. Now they get to go back and forth, how he has a trauma with the rats, and the rats were what saved her when she was little, and her dad passed away, and it's her only connection left to him. Like, I love that. And then, obviously, the tragedy for King Shark the whole time. He's the only motherfucker like him. He, there's nobody else who is who is who can possibly relate to him. Can and you like, imagine being one there is, one? There is one character here. I live it every day, Joseph. Okay, okay, fair. fair. I we am an enigma. Actually, one. you live it every day. A you species. are an enigma. <laughs> True. I, honestly, doctors are very confused right now with my body. It's kind of awesome. I have like a committee now. It's really cool. Hey, and they like nice. study me. You like, like Will Byers and Stranger Things kind too. Of. Like it's it's kind of cool. Yeah, this scene right here is the grossest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. You couldn't a... catch me getting blanketed. I mean, but here's the thing. You're living on the street. Nope. You have that opportunity. Still you know. can control the rats. You Still know not. they're not going to fuck with you in any other way. I'll be cold. I, here's the yeah. thing, guys. If you have the ability to control rats, at some point you develop a relationship to rats that's better than the. If I have the ability to control rats, I'm using the rats to like to to steal money for me. I'm pushing them as far away as I can, and they'll just bring me. I'm never touching a rat. That's I'll just use an army of rats to bring me briefcases of money across the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. And I love her being there, being like a the state considered rats a weapon, like. I mean, at that point, yeah, it could take out a city, bro. Like they could. The power of those rats is shown here, like at the end of the movie, like easily. Like, can you imagine just walking on the street and then waves of rats just pile over you? The rats, the rats, if led by the 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 right person, could take over the world. Like, what what could you do? Like I like there's the only thing I see is if there's some frequency that just kills rats instantly. Burn, you know? like, burn the earth to like, the ground. There's nothing. Call the planet do. a wipe your hands of this planet. Like when Rick and Morty stunned all the squirrels and we're like, we gotta go. I told you we only get a couple of these, Morty. And now we gotta fucking leave because you you fucked with the squirrels. <laughs> there are okay billions. Oh, so I love that little moment. Him looking at her saying, I'm going to get you out alive. And 
her looking back at him saying, I'm going to get you out alive. See, like that's, that's where the found family aspect of James Gunn's movies is what's uh, the guardians being that starting as they're just vibing, man. This was just like a, I remember the first time I watched it, I was toked. I was like right there. That's Mantis red hair. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yep. More MCU crossover. More MCU crossover. Yep, we got a little cameo there from from that actress, which is wonderful. And I appreciate Peacemaker being like, uh, well, we're going to get figgity fucked up. And only character here who you don't get the tragic backstory for. Uh, obviously, the weapon was put in his hand at a young age. He was weaponized etc etc however he seems much more uh, okay with it yeah that's uh, the reason you don't get the tragic backstory is because he doesn't have a tragic backstory yeah. it's just his backstory he is, he is, is okay weapons. with being a killing machine mm-hmm. like yeah. that's 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 his entire thing and i appreciate that he ends up being the the villain for that reason like it's like he is the bad guy and it's because he doesn't have the thing that makes you empathize with him everyone else has that thing that makes you empathize with them not him, though. Uh, and I really, really appreciate also, that. Also, really disappointed we didn't get the rat just, like... Getting fucked up. Just, like, no, like, head first in the in the fucking alcohol, like, it, like in it, and then just, like, drinking it down and just being clearly drunk. <laughs> yeah, I thought for sure we were going to get a stumbly Sebastian at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, and Polka Dot Man dancing here in a second, the best. Also, like, the best because you know for a fact he is dancing with uh, what are just a bunch of other his moms. <laughs> and the camera work the camera work is what really makes this scene here because it, it feels like that's, that's what you feel like drugged out when you're dancing. I don't know if, you, if you've ever just been high as fuck dancing, but that's what it feels like. The world is a ro- revolving around you. You are the main character. Everyone bask in my glory as I Aww. dance for them. Look at the man. Poor little dude. See, this is the thing. He can't do the things that other people can. It's devastating. I mean, because what normal human's just going to be like cool with a shark man, you know? Nobody. He causes a panic anywhere he goes. It's like, devastating. If, if I was in a fucking club and a fucking and King Shark walked in, I'd be fucking not We live in Missouri, so we're not scared of sharks. But the second we touch water where they're in, we're like, okay – these animals are scary. Like, yeah, but they can nah. only get me in water, you know. So I feel. Nah, I've safe. always fucked with sharks. Imagine seeing that dude walk around and being like, "Oh, he can get me anywhere now. <laughs> like, I can't be safe in Missouri." I don't know. That's yep. a- fuck all that. <laughs> uh, Milton here, poor Milton, uh, just along for the ride. All of a sudden, a, a, a voluntary member of the Suicide Squad. Following those who we thought would keep him safe, who end up being the worst people to be following in this situation. Possibly the worst group in the world, actually. To, to follow, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> certainly up there. You're almost certainly facing death at that point. If, if staying alive is your number one objective, this is probably not the way to go. <laughs> this is not the way. Yeah. <laughs> And what's funny is like, what's, who is there to look for? Like go towards John Cena. That's the American. Uh, 
the the white guy in a polo shirt and yeah. jean shorts. Hey, listen, I don't I talk about you. I don't I don't like you talking about me like that. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Peacemaker was like fucking ID, bro. I'm gonna pull out the switchblade. That's what happens here. yeah dude and uh, what's funny is like this moment is necessary however this sequence in the bar probably is the least eventful of the movie it's like uh this is the this is the branch the segue into the next part of the movie this is the midpoint you know we've reached uh we've reached what uh where the conflict is about to arise. We're almost there. Yeah. Not only the, the, the white dude in a polo and jean shorts, but also his friend standing next to him in a fucking massive cowboy hat. And a cowboy hat. And a motherfucking cowboy hat. Rick Flag. Fuck no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no way you're sending a rat down my throat, buddy. Fuck no, bucko. Ain't happening to me. Yeah, I uh, I kill myself first. I I mean, sooner. Sooner than having a rat jump down yeah. my throat. Do you want a dozen angry rodents crawling up your ass? That's the threat that'll shut you the fuck up very quick. Yeah. Very. Quit. I'm not. I'm not speaking another word to her if she if she threatens me with that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. You win. If oh, I yeah, saw coming up is the next rat, uh, the next uh, three day three days earlier scene, like the this, the words. Yeah. This is probably the most badass moment in the movie, simply from a just like objective. Mm. badass standpoint the fact that he can bring up this idea the death touch and all three of them be like oh so we're doing that mm. and then be able to execute it perfectly unbelievable bad and like throwing the cigarette in simply because it's cooler <laughs> yeah i mean definitely the cigarette was like okay what could we make how can we make this more cool well, and he even says I don't smoke. He even says that I don't even smoke at the end. And it's like he did it, oh, A, to probably disarm the guy, but B, because it looks cool as fuck. And that's what's such a shame about cigarettes is that, boy, oh, boy, do they make anyone look objectively cooler, but fuck those things. I've never done one in my life and I will never do one. Like yes, it is like, I am proud to say that I've never done one. Even while drunk, I was close though. I was pretty blacked out. It was the closest I got, but I still <laughs> held true. And, um, proud of that. Got into the jewel game, but I just can't, I, I can't do, I can't do the, like, and here's the thing is that like, I hate the smell of cigarettes that alone. That's alone. There's, there's no way. Like, there is no way I am inhaling a cigarette and think that shit tastes good. You know, I take one hit of that thing or drag and just I'm ashing that thing immediately. That's that for me. I'm done. It's a guarantee. It's probably not good. Like it's probably not. I would No, it's, yeah. It's I not. I have used to it. Mm. I've smoked a single cigarette while drunk and it's not that good. You know, I was thinking in my life I would do a single one just to know. Same. 
I'd say I that, that'd though. be my limit, though. I haven't. Yeah, it's kind of like ah, if it'll happen, it'll happen. You know, maybe I'll be like thirty or something. You know, yeah, know. it's just like, and and part of the reason that I I, I you know what, fuck it, let's watch the movie. We won't continue this conversation about tobacco. <laughs> this is what big tobacco wants. They want us to be distracted from art and discuss their industry. God damn lobbyists. <laughs> Jewel conspiracy to keep the kids on the six question mark period exclamation point. I believe in that as much as I believe in mattress firms being money laundering schemes. They just got a whole store full of mattresses. I ain't ever seen a fucking person in a mattress firm, bro. I delivered, I deliver a pizza there. I deliver to a mattress firm every, every few days, every few days I deliver pizza to a mattress firm. Never, never a soul inside except for the employees. Got that. That one, that wording and the fire. Yeah. Complete. Operation Harley. Yeah. And I appreciate this about Rick Flag is that Rick Flag is like, we ride for our own, you know, like fuck the mission for a second. We've got shit to do. We going to get Harley. Uh, and this thing. She's just chilling. Like anyone singing this song. I got nobody. Nobody loves me. And then it just blares as she goes on a rampage. And it's perfect. It's perfect. 69. How did you get 69 troops? Uh, And she's just laughing her ass off. What what have we come to? We have a 69 joke in a... a you know, a DC movie, and we get a boner joke in Marvel. Like, what, what have we come to, man? This is society. It's all about dicks. We it's do, all dick. It, we do it really is all dicks in the end. Listen, they've just finally acknowledged that the best form of humor is objectively the dick joke. It's either dick or fart. One of the two. Farts will always be funny. Never not. Never not funny. It's true. It's true. I do, uh, I do appreciate Harley's wits here. Um, Obviously, they're doing something that if you take a lot of it, you will pass out. Smart move. I'm going to act passed out so this guy with the fucking taser leaves. So, honestly, if I'm ever getting tortured, I got to remember that one. Just pass out. Act, act like you were. Act like that was that. <laughs> Granted, you have to hope they don't do anything beyond you acting passed out. Because if they do one more thing, a little bit harder to act passed out at that point. Uh... Because imagine you're just like, you're getting like cut by like a knife or something. And you're like, huh. And you hope that's it. And then they like <sighs> slice slice you one more time. And you're like, fuck. Ow. God damn it. You just go like, a, <laughs> like, a, just try to conceal it the best you can. But just, they look at you like, fuck. This guy, is this guy faking sleep? She, uh, she's just a badass. Uh, this is perfectly like few scenes starting here. More badass ever for my money. Okay, now what, what was that? What was that text right there? What was uh what was that supposed to relay? What went I didn't like, even see it. It was I saw what all he, emojis. It was like I saw what like, he received. I saw it was uh what are you doing? Yeah, and um, then he just sent back just emojis. Like a laughing emoji, like a 
God damn, that's some strength. Snapping a dude's neck with your fucking honest, legs. If I went that way, I don't think I'd be too mad. What you mean, getting no, our, killed by Margot Robbie between her thighs? I wouldn't be too mad. Listen, what can I? What, I mean, what more can you ask what for? What more can a man wish for? But uh, Second, this scene, with, there, there, there is a portion of the population with a foot fetish just having this scene on repeat. Oh, I'm yeah. tell you that right now. It's 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 a very weird trend that Hollywood likes to throw in, and it's just like I I, I cringe. Like I don't understand feet. I don't. I don't it. either. It doesn't feet make sense in my brain. No. Apparently, there's a gene for it. Like legitimately, there is a gene that like you will find non-sexual parts. Like uh, what's that? What's the family tree thing? Oh, like like a me uh twenty three family yeah, twenty three uh, and me or twenty three and me. There's there's probably some sort of thing you can find where like through that where it's like I want to find out if a foot fetish is genetic. Can you help me out there? <laughs> it's I mean it's it's I don't think it's like a proven fact that like hey if you have this gene you just love feet but like there's no, a, you but have, it's you have like, the inclination no but it's it's, one of like the it's like the if you love feet you probably have this gene the thing it's about the it is like there's no middle ground it's either you don't understand it at all or it's like you're fully in it's like yeah I don't know I yeah just, Joseph um continuing no, the, uh, the amount of times she hits this dude in the face with that door absurd yeah. Um, the only other better way to die would be to have her shoot you after, um, having sex with her, as also happened earlier in the movie. Well, fair. <laughs> I would like to, I would like to know what the body count is on this movie in total. Like how many people die on screen? Uh, are you including the like 10,000 people that got their faces eaten? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Well, they're dead. Yeah, Technically, like, like yeah, but they, the they're not—they're not killed on screen. No, the but they are. The ones that they get, the ones that the face goes onto in this movie, sure. Like the ones where we see the the stars actively fly on their face. Oh, okay, okay. God, what a perfect! Like this is the most perfect Harley Quinn sequence ever. The flowers pouring out of their bodies in replace of the blood spatter. The, the quote-unquote Harley vision that James Gunn has created here. Hmm. It's outstanding. I love that. She just owns with this jab. Like, she's never, barely used it, and she's just going to town, bro. No, yeah. She's she's fucking Din Djarin, <laughs> season two finale. Like, she oh, was she was uh, raised by an assassin for a father and trained from birth to, to take any weapon in her hands and become deadly with it. Hmm. <laughs> thought you said we were all unique and i appreciate that they're they're like pulling up as she's already made it out you know like she's Taxi now she's just hailing a cab but uh hey keep <laughs> hola she's throwing the javelin in he got to out the front window <laughs> I love that Bloodsport's just rocking khakis and a wife beater yeah. and his fucking helmet. It's a look. Man, no, wow. yeah, like that's I, I love when superhero movies provide you with the easy cosplay and the easy uh the easy Halloween costume because like Doctor Strange and the No Way Home trailer, like we talked about in the Patreon exclusive. The sweatshirt, winter coat, co- co- uh 
levitation cloak, cloak of levitation or whatever. Perfect. Easy. That, like you can knock that shit out. 50 bucks. That's Just buy it. like a rug, buy like a nice rug. You'd probably yeah. make it work. Just I wonder how much a Doctor Strange cloak costs. Cloak of levitation. You got it? <laughs> I love that Harley is just like, hey, what are you, what, what, what's going on here? And I appreciate the, uh, the Rick Flag Harley Quinn connection. Uh, it's one that I wish Rick Flag could have stayed alive for, because I think this was headed somewhere in a weird way. Uh, not, not romantic necessarily, but Rick Flag was obviously always going to look out for Harley, and Harley would obviously always, uh, be there for Rick Flag, so it's like I don't know. And plus, he's just a great character. I would have liked to have him stay stick around, regardless. Sorry if you are for some reason watching this movie for the first time with a live commentary. Bold choice. That that one was just cool. That word the the Jotunheim. That one was just cool. Like the art. Yeah, like that one. In, like in museums, like the exhibits that are like that, like the forced perspective. Yeah. Those are dope. Shit's dope. If you have personalized license plates, you die. <laughs> but don't get me wrong, sir. That is not an invitation to cough with your mouth open. A perfect a perfect execution of a joke that is both timely and timeless. You know what I'm saying? Like, like did you really just say that to me? Like, can you imagine like being the guy being like, "Hey, still no cough with your mouth open." Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm yeah, of course, of course. Oh. <laughs> it would have been just hilarious if he went like full four-year-old <laughs> right into his face. Just you think that was like a COVID line? You think that was like a? I, that, that's why. That's why I said it was like the perfect combination oh. of timely and timeless. Because mm. it's like obviously now we can read that into it. However, you should never cough with your mouth open. That's Dude, just something that never should have been happening. People in public, if you hear a cough, it's like. Like head snap worthy now. Like it's crazy. Like out the world is forever changed. I don't think we're ever coming back from this one, boys. This is uh, uh and I, I yeah, like I I'm just frankly I enjoy wearing a mask just because I don't I'm cool covering up my face. They do prevent less sickness. It's like Japan. Not a lot of downside. Years, like been doing it for like every, the whole world's been doing it for you know if. Just out of a respect thing, but it's a it's an invasion of my rights. Am I right? Am I right? Arnold Schwarzenegger would tell you to fuck off. I just, I think, like when people say like their mouth gets so sweaty or like whatever, like I don't experience that at all. I think people are just making it up. Uh, in all fairness, though, Joseph, have you are you on campus right now? Well, I mean, I've been on campus with a mask before, yes. But during the summer, because I'm sitting oh. in classes actively having to, like, pull my mask off every once in a while to wipe my mouth off because it's really? so fucking hot in some classrooms. Maybe just some people just – I just have a low sweat tolerance. I no, think. it's it's specific classrooms. Like, most places I'm fine with mm-hmm. it, but, like, specific, like, buildings where they're older buildings and the AC's dog shit and it's hot. Fair. Fair. I mean, the last no, thing yeah, – and- it can be annoying. However, yeah. there's there's a sense to it. These shots here, I love mean, them. Come on, I mean, I'm like, watching down here. I'm watching down here on the projector. 
Mm. Ooh. How much Chef's more comic book can you get? Like, just no. everyone got their weapon, walking in a line. Harley's eating a fucking apple. <laughs> mm. Just, man, the, the music. Everything, man. It's hey, just... hey. The fucking slingshot. This man's got every type of weapon in the book, bro. I thought he'd never run out, ever. I thought it was, like, infinitely generating sort of thing, but... You yeah. know what's crazy is Rick Flagg's shotgun? That's enhanced, right? Like, somehow? That thing is putting holes in stuff. I mean, but that's like, what it's real like... shotguns do, though. Like, no, Hollywood yeah, like, shotguns I... are just like a... Yeah, anytime close-up, shotguns <laughs> just ruin people. True, true. Like, uh, never mind. Rather just not say that out loud. Yeah. Yeah, fair. Probably a good move. <laughs> I appreciate them being Have you like ever uh, felt the adrenaline. <laughs> that a... We'll figure we'll figure out we'll figure out a way out of this bitch. Let's smash this controller now though. No way we're taking the door. They're I like, mean, do you me. ever take a take the door like the front door out of a situation like this? Yeah. No. Well, I for one I've never been on a U.S. sanctioned mission to cover up a project. I've never been in a firefight myself. Um, but when I do, I'll let you know if I exit through the front door. Several firefights, just never <laughs> under U.S. sanction. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. No, nah, just been just been shot at mercilessly several times. Of course. I'm in the trenches. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what it is about Polka Dot Man, but just, like, his posture just cracks me up. Like, just the way he just walks and just carries himself just out. The like, fact that he not only, like, I get he's Polka Dot Man, but the fact that he wears a, a fucking Polka Dot suit. Everywhere. And that, what's funny is, like, that's a choice. Yeah. Like, I love that about comic book characters and, like, seeing them in live action and stuff is because all of them, every single one of them, to an extent, is a fucking dork. And the reason well, is because they put on a fucking costume. Well, Even Bloodsport. His all... helmet? Dope? He's a dork, though, for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got the skull on the bottom. Yeah. You're a special kind of douchebag. Well, it's, you know what I'm saying? They're all fucking dorks because they were all written by fucking dorks back in the 70s. Well, yeah. And yeah, guys, like but... the, guys like Polka Dot Man, some, some fucking dork in the 70s decided to write a character called Polka Dot Man and Outfit him in all Peacemaker polka dots. right now. Look at yeah. Peacemaker, like the shiny helmet and the the red the red shirt and the white yeah. pants, like white pants, white, white pants. Bro, white pants have their time and place. This they have is their not time it, and place. They have their time and place, but I wouldn't expect it with a red shirt and a silver dome on. Your I head. mean, like, listen, flashy as ever. I've only worn white pants twice in my life, and it was me being some- Justin Bieber. And then for Mr. Jag in a full white tuxedo. So I'd say if you get some man. nice white, you get some like white summer linens. Ooh. 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 Okay. Ooh. I was thinking about like white jeans. But that, that, uh, linens. No, yeah. Like white jeans, like white jeans can look good. Can look good. Most of the time, douche. Like, it's just most of the time that's what you're dealing with when you're dealing with which, white jeans. Which the two times Joseph described wearing them. Fair enough. <laughs> Meeting Justin Bieber and Mr. Jag. 
I mean, I killed Justin Bieber, man. I, I, I dubbed that talent show. We won by a landslide, just saying, for all the people that would like to know. <laughs> uh, it was outstanding. No, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cringe. Uh, actually, looking back on it, it was a uh, very cringe. Uh, aren't, aren't all? Isn't everything ever I mean, from middle school and yeah. high school? We were asked like, the isn't day all? before to, to be like the day before to be in this talent show, and they were like, "Come up with a dance, come up with something," and we just did it in my basement. And uh, well, that that shit probably would have been a lot more easy for them if they had had some sort of like hive mind device they could use, like Starro here. Because uh, then they, they could have got you to dance however the fuck you wanted. Fucking just loop uh, it right people, back into what we're watching. These people are devastated. What do you think it's like uh, being the hive mind, like the the controller? Like, do you like cool. how awesome. do they see? Like, do they get to choose one? Like, or like, I feel like you can do it. I feel like you have like, enough brain power that you can like your dev- like a, a little bit of your brain is devoted to seeing through every single one of these. Mm. Or maybe like it uses the host brain. It 100 percent also uses the host brain. Yeah, like because it has to to make them walk and do all that yeah. sort of stuff. Like it, there has to be some sort of functionality within the brain for them to do that. Yeah, he's a big boy now. Oh uh, uh, yeah, Starro's quite the uh, quite the large character. So serious kaiju for sure. So he sends out whatever. Little starfish. Does that little, little whenever, starfish? Whenever they attach, does that make him grow, or how does, or like, has he been like? Oh, I think I think he's just going to grow. Just, like he's oh, just, just he is a being. He is a being who has a max potential growth. He is going to grow to that. You I know, know if I'm like saying? the more he took over, the more he grew and the more powerful he got, or something like that. Oh, that's kind I of the way I took that. it. Was I think like it's the just more. But no, that makes a lot. I guess more it doesn't sense make any sense. Like, how does this go and make you go bigger? You know, like. Yeah, no, like, I think it's just, like, this is a creature who's going to get this big. If it's controlling more or less shit, regardless, doesn't matter. It's going to be a big fucking problem no matter what. Uh, that's just kind of the deal. As are most hive minds. They're just a problem, typically. That's a, that's a pretty powerful tool to have, though. Just to control a whole population at your will. It's uh, incredibly unethical. <laughs> Well, yeah, <laughs> pretty obviously unethical, but uh, yeah, especially when their face is literally gone at it. Well, they're dead. Oh yeah, like it like burns away. Your face is just destroyed. Yeah, if I lived afterwards, I'd just be like. And I, I, another thing is like these, this setting, that lab, all those people getting tested on, like that is so comic booky. Like it's it. I can see the pages in my head of them being drawn. Like, it's like, it's the, straight out of a comic style book. everywhere in this movie is constantly comic book. Like, it's not like they, it's like, they. This they guy's wearing know. a yellow, this guy's just wearing a bright yellow shirt with a fucking woodland creature on it. Like, that's, <laughs> no, no. And that's what I love about it is like, in, in the 2016 Air Suicide Squad or whatever, like, he is a Marine's Marine. Like, that's what he is. But, like, that's not the character. They they rationalized him to a degree to be kind of realistic. Now, my question is how does this guy know that this hard drive includes information that would actually... Yeah, the fact that he pulled like, a hard drive out like, of this wall of machines. You know, that could be, like, controlling Starro's bathroom cycle. Or, you know, it could be anything. 
Like, I mean, I, I mean, just convenience of plot. It's, it's like he's gonna pick one, and he's gonna be like, "This is the one." But I, I remember like this was the only time in the movie where I'm like, like also, I ever just went like, "Wait, really?" But those. Those mach- that like wall of machines is so fucking old. That that hard drive has like a gig on it. Maybe that is a one gig capacity hard drive. <laughs> no more. I love. I I remember the first time I was watching this though, and the twist here with Peacemaker uh, flipping on them and being the disgusting. Hate it. Being the, the man. You know, this scene. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. A little like I would rather but, uh, die. I was like, fuck. That makes sense. And I hate it. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, it's the perfect, I hate the character, despise him, he's a fed, fuck that guy, I'm gonna watch the shit out of that series though. The Peacemaker series, directed by James Gunn, written by James Gunn, holy fuck am I there. This like, is just a John I'm Walker, in. if you could like him a little bit. Uh, I, I mean like, his, his if, funny it was part. John Walker if he was like comedic relief. Yeah, like, yeah, it's exactly. like, yeah. Yeah, that would. Uh... I'm glad that guy got his. Starro, uh, Starro deserved a little bit of uh, revenge for being locked up for so long. That's fair. Uh, not, not his fault. The Americans captured him. You know, not his fault. They kept him there and tested on him. Yeah, I really didn't feel bad for that dude. He's yeah, you like, mean the end of? I was, I was, I was, I was watching the stars peacefully. <laughs> Bro, I was like, you didn't have to make me feel bad for Starro. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't. And have now to I'm devastated. Starro. Now I'm devastated. And like, it's like, he was, he was minding his fucking business. And then American astronauts were like, uh huh. I mean, don't we act like do what we want. America. You, don't act like if you were an astronaut and you saw a fucking starfish floating through space, you wouldn't pull it in and be like, what the fuck is this? Fuck no, I'm not pulling in a random starfish yes. and finding space. I'll look at it. I'm not bringing that shit on board. If there's anything I've learned from movies, it's it's that you don't bring shit on the ship with you. I'm not – listen, I'm not going to bring it like in the same compartment as me at least at first. I'm going to put it in the fucking airlock though and see what the fuck is going on though. I'm definitely okay. Maybe, okay, maybe I'll hear that out. But I'm not. I'm not doing what they were doing and taking oh, pictures that, with okay, it. And stuff. I mean, well, they, you don't know. They maybe they. Maybe know. they brought it into the airlock. It looked peaceful, and then they thought it's a fucking alien starfish. I'm gonna take some fucking pictures with it. That's the thing about aliens. You literally God, don't this know shot. What to expect. Oh, this yeah. shot is perfect. Yeah. Uh, and James Gunn actually did some explaining on Twitter on how they did this the other day and how they had to Hide film the camera. The, yeah, like, like the how, fact that you don't see a camera in that shot is almost it's impossible. It's, like it's because it's CGI. Well, like it's like yeah. they they the way they layered it. Like the it's like they of that, like the CGI breakdown of how they did that is insane. It's like they just had to film the helmet at a certain mm-hmm. rate, film the scene at a similar at the exact same rate of, of spinning, and then just like layer it and put it together. And, and it's like, like that's a, that an eight second shot probably was weeks of work. Like oh, and mad expensive. God, that's gonna hurt is, a little more, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, that's the thing is that like Peacemaker has to be a super soldier, right? Like, no, he's just a fucking WWE wrestler. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just a roided up boy. Is he on roids? Is that yes. natural? Look at him. Oh, he's got to be on roids. I mean, but like, if that's your job, that's what you're supposed no. to do. I don't know, bro. Was, a... Bro was packing in in the pants earlier too. That's that true. don't happen if you're Maybe doing. Maybe he was roids. packing even more beforehand. 
Damn. Holy shit. Things to consider here. Was John Cena rocking a 14-inch horse cock? <laughs> I can believe it. This shit devastated me. Yeah. I was yeah. like, no. I was oh, like, God, fuck, and no. That, that, like, I just didn't expect to see a freaking heart get stabbed ever. No, they year. wanted you to know. Like, this, like he got him in the chest. Sure. It was this the, shit uh, went in his heart. He is dead. It was the body the, that right you here, need man. whenever it's like, whenever someone dies on screen, but they're like, well, but they didn't show his body. This was the body. No, yeah, it was like, uh, like, and have you guys watched Stranger Things 2? Second season. Yeah. Spoilers, spoilers ahead. Whenever Bob gets eaten by the demodogs, and they're like, just in case you didn't realize he was getting eaten by demodogs, here's his body completely open. Yeah. Uh, that was that. Demodogs. <laughs> That's what they called him. I'm just, the it's just such a dumb name. <laughs> Dude, I love Stranger Things. What it's one, it's in the vein of this. It's so much fun. It's a demogorgon yeah. dog, a demodog. Come on, you're not coming up with anything else. You're telling no, me I'm not... your situation. You're not obviously, obviously, I'm calling it a demodog, but it's so dumb. I do love Ratcatcher 2 sticking by Rick Flag here, recognizing what's right. Yeah. And uh, being like, fuck Peacemaker. I know I can't beat him in a fight, but I'm going to figure out a way to get this the fuck out of here. He is obviously on the wrong side. And we're about to get that second use of that uh, catching you up storytelling. Yeah. The, uh, uh, which you know, I, five minutes earlier. Yeah, yeah. Spitting facts. Why kill me? Because like I'm thorough. He got a little power hungry here, you know. I'm thinking. I here's the thing: is that I hope they build on the emotions I read into him, where I I see a, like the slightest bit of regret. Yeah, no, like, he doesn't want to, but he knows he has to because even if even if they destroy destroy the hard drive, they're still. They're still alive and can tell the story. Yeah. What's the quote? Like, blindly following orders makes you a pawn. What is that from? The Bad Batch. Wow. I was like, I, I remembered it. I'm like, yeah. it's from something. Hunter, Hunter spits yeah, like, that. Yeah. Hunter spits that at Crosshair. Blindly following oh, yeah. orders makes you a pawn. Mm. I mean, Fucking poor, poor King Shark here getting betrayed. Oh, bro. He finds these little shits and he's like, Ha ha ha, little friend. And it's all so cute for a second. You're like, finally, fuck yes. And then you realize not even these little shits were his friend. <laughs> and obviously Poor these dude. little shits aren't like, they look like they're going to like fucking do something. Like they're you not just so? cute little fish. See, I took this as like it was personalized, like Cordo Maltese's rulers were like bred a certain type of fish that they thought were really cute. They really liked them, so they kept them here in this aquarium. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Nanawe found some friends. Yeah, but that that, aqua that aquarium would be in their fucking house, not in the that's giant fair. fucking prison complex for a starfish. <laughs> that's fair. That's certainly fair. Uh, I just uh, I just like to hope the best for King Shark here. And I love the way that they're they're mirroring him, mm -hmm. like literally building the shape of his body with their, uh, aww. He's so cute! He's so cute! Aww. Look at him go, man. Uh, we're about to lose Milton. Like, I love, they didn't have to include that scene at all, but they just did just, 
just because they could. Well, no, they did for a, in a little bit. What? Okay, well, like, they didn't need, like, him playing with them all cutie and, like... Oh, yeah, that's fair. Moment, you know, like... He needed, but he got his one happy uh, moment in the sun for this movie, I'm glad you know? put that in there. It was a... This... I mean, basically just fan service as a movie. But not... I mean, it's kind of fan service. I mean... In, I think it's just... It's just, like, it's, it's that good. good. Yeah, that it's, it's just like, good. It's it just, just seems good. like fan service all the time. Like, damn. But, like, it's just objectively a... It's everything you didn't know you wanted to be done with these characters. Like, it's like no fan could have possibly idealized it, you know? So, like, it can't be fan service. It's just well executed. I just, man, just Hollywood taking themselves, like, not seriously, like, just needs to happen more. Like, it just yeah. re- it just makes so much better of movies. Like, like when the creators just get creative freedom to do what they want and have fun doing what they're doing. Like, that's... That's the shit. I mean, this would be so much fun to, to be a part of, any part of making this movie. Like, even if you are, like, a VFX artist Milton. just sweating away for weeks, just, like, going to Milton. town, like, this movie would still be fun to make, like, just to be a part of it. What if you were Milton, though? What if you died? I mean, you're Because still... everyone who dies in a movie de- dies in real life, too. Oh, I forgot that about re- that. Is that true? That's yes. true. Holy fuck! Well, have you never have you ever noticed Early in like commercials? So stuff? dangerous. Well, in commercials, they always say no one, no animals were harmed in the in the filming of this commercial. They never say they it for movies. Movie. So every person who dies in the movie dies in real life. <laughs> That's fair. I, wow. Dang. RDJ <laughs> gone. Scarjo yep. forever gone. Cap? Saved the universe. Well, why do you think it? Why do you think it took ScarJo so long? Like the the Black Widow movie, so long they had to CGI every scene with her in it. Oh, so duh. the whole movie yeah, is CGI. Completely recreate her. Duh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I fucking I, love I, this. I, this is so sad. And yo, I thought this was it for him. Hmm. The the amount of blood. That shows here. Oh, I yeah. was like, I think they just killed Nanawe like that. Yeah, I thought he was dead too. Right there. Yeah, oh like, my god! Boys got tore in half or something. Like, to I thought he just straight up got eight. Like, yeah, like I was. I mean, like, in all fairness, though, he was taking bullets like five minutes or like twenty minutes before this. So, Peacemaker made the little, yeah, little bomb thing to look like Peacemaker. That is actually really sweet, though. It was really sweet. <laughs> just for Peacemaker to turn evil. It. Yeah, it was like that's nice of you, was this- but just put it on the wall. There's the shot earlier in the movie at the beginning where Boomerang is – he throws a one of his boomerangs and it slices a dude's head and it just kind of slides off. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like to think that was a foreshadowing for this. <laughs> ah. Bro, not only does King Shark fucking get his – get eaten, he then falls from the fucking top the of tear, the tower. bro. Did you see the tear? Fall from Nanawe's eye as he lay there. And then a full firing squad. Just. And he's just eating those. Like, what is that guy Nanawe eating? just deserves the wor- right. He is right. something, man. I think he plays the same exact character, literally. Roughly, yeah. Here, I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look into it. The Suicide what, what's Squad. His name? I, don't, I don't even general. Here, I'm gonna find it. I do think it's funny, though, 
that they weren't concerned at all with Narcos. King Shark, and we're just like turn, He's in turn all fire. Ah, gotcha. Turn Bro, all this, fire. This dude's head, his eyeball still moving as King Shark has his head in his mouth. Loved that. Another just comic book ass thing. Like that's yeah. perfect. <laughs> He's gonna have himself a snack. <laughs> He's just chilling, man. That's like chewing gum for him. And yo, the people I wanted to make out of the movie made it out of the movie. You know, like for real, for real. Well, yeah. I and think... I didn't anticipate that. I mean, I wanted Rick Flag. I wanted Rick Flag to make it out of the movie. And I, I mean, obviously, I want Polka Dot Man to make it out of the if movie. I could, if I could save one person, it'd be Rick Flag for sure. Like, me I, too. I love me his too. He got way better in this. Like, I just, yeah, I don't know. It's sad to see him go. No, I love, this I fucking... love the character in this movie. Dude, I love this shit with Idris Elba. With Idris Elba here, as this shit collapses floor by floor, yeah. and he just rides the shit all the way down. I was like, "Oh, this is awesome!" Like that's such a good idea. I, I thought it was really cool, but all I could think the whole time is like, "Oh man, he's feeling it in his knees right now." Oh, dude, that would suck. The guy, the general, by the way, I don't think Narcos was the answer I was looking for. I think the answer I was looking for was James Bond, Quantum of Solace. He's in that movie. I think that's. That fulfilled my uh, the question more. I think that's what I recognized him from was James Bond. I see. Man, it just keeps getting worse. Man, it just you never get a. <laughs> and yeah, the knees just ah, bro. His fuck. legs would be so fuck. broken, bro. Right. Like, I mean. No, possibly. You could possibly. No, because he's falling like short enough distances each time. But the impact, the weight of that is pushed back on you. No. It's physics. What do you mean, no? Nah. Nah. Good. The dude also voices Scorpion in Into the Spider Verse. That's dope. Hmm. What a guy. And then right here, the callback. Uh, smaller bullets immediately knowing what's going to happen to like yeah. obviously these bullets are going to collide like and obviously the one bullet's going to go into that other bullet sized hole and i don't understand how john cena says he uses smaller bullets when that bullet is massive i think it was like that's a thicky bullet like he, he was a uh, desert eagle like bluffing. caliber like but like I think he was just – it was him being childish. Like he yeah. was like, I'm just going to argue you because I can argue you. Like that's it. And I was like – the entire time watching this movie, I was like, I hope the Peacemaker series is a prequel. I hope it's a prequel and he dies <laughs> like after after he turns on Rick Flagg. And then he did there and I was like, fuck yeah, it's a prequel. And then you find out it is not in fact a prequel. He is not dead. Just, He's just conveniently sidelined for the rest of the movie. they don't give a callback to the eating dicks, like if he act, like I want him to actually have like eaten dicks before. Eat a, eat a field of dicks? You know? Like they have to put that in there. Like – like and that, like it would just make that line be like oh my god he actually did like, there's got to be like a like, moment where it's like suck a dude's dick for like information like, yeah like it's like, like i'll let you go i'll let you go and i won't i won't launch this nuke on america and you just hear, if you blow you just hear john me right cena now. say like for america put your cock in my mouth put your cock in my mouth for america control me daddy uh, for america <sighs> now, nah, and here's 
the fact that the final act of this movie is the battle against a kaiju monster. What? Ridiculous. Like, that's, that's not where I thought this was going. You know, like, that's not at all where I thought this movie was headed. And it is ultimately a battle against a giant monster. That is the, that is the end. They did exit through the front door. They did. They did exit through the front door. Would you look at it? It was just collapsed by then, so it was easy. And the military was pretty much gone at that point, too. I mean, no, the military is still very much there. That's a big motherfucker. Well, a lot of them have died, right? No, they're all like literally standing straight out there. of a comic. Oh, book. really? Yeah, they have surrounded the fucking complex. Starro six a bunch of his little yeah himself on them. Oh, maybe I just thought that already happened for some reason. Oh, duh! It happens literally right here. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that they come out of like his weird star storm pit. Storm pit. Oh wow. <laughs> That's the official term now. He just shoots himself out of his storm pit. What also, you... the fact that they fucking fly like birds. Yeah, they birds. float like they flap their little. <laughs> God. <laughs> with such with such precise direction, like they know where they are going. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, though, we do see like a bunch of them miss. True, true. We do. They, a bunch of them do just flop onto the yeah. ground. And then continue to sit there and just fucking flop. True. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Harley Quinn just in the I nick know. of the time. How, how is time. that not obvious by now? Like, to cover your face? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, obviously. And I love that he's not even yeah, concerned. Not even, yeah, not going to cover his face. Pew, 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 pew. It's just like some 3D, that shot would have been crazy. Yeah, this, this. I mean, this is what you do in the situation. You either just <laughs> you do it yourself, or you just let it happen, man. Like, I mean, no, you cover your face up. <laughs> I guess, yeah. yeah. Like, cover what your if, face. Like, what if you literally just like fetal position and just put your like literally? Just like that. And then all of them fucking <laughs> flopping off a of king shark. <laughs> yeah, like they wouldn't even be able to do that to king shark's face. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like, we see like. Yeah, we see six of them hit his face, and they all just, like, bounce off of his head. Maybe they're like, you know what? We're related somewhat by the water. Bro, the fact that the Corto Maltesian government is just like, we've had three new rulers in the last week. Uh, We're here to take it. Last week, last day. (laughs) Yeah. This is our third new ruler today. And the revolution ultimately just being able to go in there and again another callback to Rick and Morty, but the purge episode where they where they run up in the the rich room and just murk everybody in there. That's what just happened. Hmm. Maybe uh, Rick and Morty is the new Simpsons of predictions, but it just predicts future movies. That's all it <laughs> yeah, does. It's like it's like well, that's the thing is that its storytelling elements are so Ridiculous. universal that like. Universal and ridiculous at their at you can just apply them to practically anything. Yeah. <laughs> and Star was just like, please leave. I just want a place to chill. I mean <laughs> if the screams. Yeah. And the way he does like cartwheels everywhere. Yeah, he'll, he'll walk or cartwheel. Start wheel. Just full circle motion, just like rolling. But uh 
bro. Dude's kind of thick. He is a thicky boy. That is a thicky boy. We got a fucking kaiju up in here. Can you imagine just like logging off for a little bit and logging back in? The city's destroyed. There's a giant monster. Like you'd, you'd imagine, like it couldn't get much worse, right? Like than when I fell asleep. It's probably the worst it can get for yeah. a city. And I also appreciate that, like they could have ended the movie here and just been like, "This is what the Suicide Squad does." But they're like, "Nah, we're gonna push it that extra bit and show you how they've developed." Yeah. Just in the short time here. The Suicide Squad doesn't just cause uh, ruin upon cities. They save the city afterwards. Exactly. It's Avengers. That was just sad. Yeah, they didn't need to put that. You Just a child being scared for her life. That's like, okay. I mean, the child's dead, so. <laughs> they did need to. That's what, that's what needed to happen for Bloodsport to get the motivation to be like, all right, I'm in. I fucking hate, I hate what the armpits look like. Me too, me too. It's bad. It makes me ick. Yeah. Just not quite the biggest fan there. Otherwise, super dope design. Also, whenever it showed that family, like, standing there looking out the thing, I was like, oh, shit, they need to just, like, close their, like, windows or their doors or whatever and hide inside. And I was like, they're fucking set. And then he walked through their house, and I was like, no, they're not set. <laughs> okay, well, maybe maybe they are not. Maybe they are not okay, in fact. Look at all the bite marks just on King Shark. <laughs> yeah. Homie's got, like, oh, are those, they look like, those from they look like the little, the... no, they're from, they're the, from the, the little fish. things. Little guppies is he, what I like to call Does he heal fast? Does he have, like fast healing or something or is he just like a tank he's just a, he's just a <laughs> tank he's a shark you know look at them man that is crazy how real they made him look for a cart like a humanoid shark yeah i love that blood sports and me, like he's like fuck fine <laughs> and i love that we've I just wonder... been getting this from like all of our star wars media with like hunter being like fuck fine and I, mando I... being like oh do the right thing fuck <laughs> fine um, I kind of wonder, um, do you think they implanted a bomb in Sebastian, too? <laughs> You're like, if you go off mission, you little shit. So help me God. Mm. I was so concerned here because I was like, what are they going to do? Like, I really, thought she, blow gonna, their I really thought she was going to kill all of them. Like, I was like, I'm I was like, yeah, so glad that one of them. So glad that, like, the point of their whole story here was for them to eventually get fed up with her shit, too. Like, it's like, ultimately, people got to stick together. Fuck the good of the country. <laughs> the public opinion. <laughs> and they were all, like, ready to die. Like, they were like, this means we'll die. His concern is exactly how I would feel. Yeah. Oh, my God. What the fuck did you just do? Because, like, we're dead now. You just got us killed. I mean, pretty much. But in all fairness, in like, the end, it all worked up. out, and they and she couldn't kill them. But, like, yeah, I'd say she could probably kill them if she wanted to. Because, like, Americans become the hero after this now. Exactly. You know, like, they saved the Cordo Maltesians from the... Uh, from the sorrow monster, like it's yeah. That man is just 
Patrick Star on his way all the way through that hoe. Dude, yeah, he's just he's like, he's... Oh shit. I'm carrying a javelin. <laughs> the whole movie. Never let it go. I mean like how could you even begin to fight something like that though? Like Nah yeah, like you're fucked. And what's funny is they like the way this culminates, obviously, and I love this, the weapons upgrade yeah. for Bloodsport here. Just keep on adding the additions here, and it keeps getting bigger and bigger. Like, I guess the closest thing to call this would be, like, nanotech or something, but, yeah, man, I just the concept is so cool. And I'm just glad we live in a time where, like, we're not held back by technology anymore, and we can really just have no. We can visualize. We can visualize like, anything we want. Yeah, I mean, they screen. can. The fact that they can really build one of those in real life for him to use on the giant starfish that attacked this city. Crazy, crazy. The fact that there is a real giant starfish yeah. they used to shoot this film, and it listened. It was there. It was an actor on set. I wonder how much he got paid. He only. I I heard there was a whole union dispute yeah. with all the little starfish. Like, they got paid way, way less than everybody. Well, they were mad that because the big starfish got all the starfish budget. Like, 99% yeah. of the starfish budget went to the big starfish, and they had to split with that one. And they all got paid, all like, extra, you know? Mm-hmm. Nom nom? <laughs> That's all I got to hear, <laughs> man. And he did the fucking Hulk jump. He got some this bounce. man can leap. Yeah, he's got some bounce. I love this. That's your mom! <laughs> and then we get that and the fact that, that you see King Shark on her arm still yeah it's outstanding and I love this is what I've been loving from DC as of late Polka Dot Man and Ratcatcher 2 are the reason they win this not Bloodsport not oh, Peacemaker yeah. not Harley Quinn <laughs> Not none of the none of the main none of like the main superheroes you'd expect. It's Polka Dot Man and Ratcatcher Two that are the winner here. Well, it's the two most ridiculous ones. Yeah, like a giant shark or like a human shark, like King Shark, ridiculous, but like makes sense as a character. Rest uh, in peace, character Polka Dot Man, real quick. That controls rats and shoots polka dots out of their hands. Ridiculous. Just. Be a pretty cool power just to be able to evaporate anything at like you know just that you want. Yeah, just, just with the just with polka dots, no yeah. less. It's very aesthetically pleasing, like uh, very very cool looking. Uh, I do love uh, polka dot man's death scene. Yeah, the uh, I'm a motherfucking superhero. Um, you just knew it was coming. Like, I get, I get that obviously all these people are dead. But he does not hesitate to just murder every single one of them, even if there is well, some sti- like still some like st- human in them. He just killed every single one of them without hesitation. I mean, if I see a starfish on a person's face coming at me, I don't think I'm gonna hesitate much either. And then I I love that Bloodsport and Ratcatcher Two are giving me a Hopper and Eleven. Uh, Doom Patrol, you got a robot man and Jane. Like, you got these, this dynamic of the, the father and, uh, projected 
daughter. You mean uh, Hunter and uh, Omega? Omega. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. The city isn't ours. The city isn't yours. It is theirs. And she declares, Corto Maltese, the Ratland. Like, love, like, cool scene because it obviously, like, it ties it all together. Fucking hate it. But, like, no, dude, I love, I love it. I love the spirit this of it. One's you know, okay. no, like, I love the spirit of it, but this, I hate it. I hate, I hate this because oh, the, like, the, the, the giant so kaiju monster. It's, the kai, the giant kaiju monster being taken out by all the teeny tiny rats. It's perfect. But it's so like, gross because just, there are a hundred percent that many rats on like islands, and yeah. it's just disgusting. There are two billion at least in China alone. So I'm um, there are way more than that. There's two billion up. in New York City alone. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think you're giving them too much. Do you realize how big a billion is? I I was yeah, I'm being sarcastic. City? I mean, we could how fit like think, how many do you think are here? Hmm, I'd say it's in the millions. Mm, I'd say million. I'd say tens millions. Not I wouldn't even. Say, I'd say yeah. Millions. See, that's the thing is like you jump to a billion and you forget like a million's a lot, five million's a lot, ten million's a lot. Wow. Oh shit, fifty City millions a lot is estimated at two million. Damn. In New York City, the rat population is about 25% this, of the human population. This is my second favorite part of the movie. The uh, the, the rat catcher memory. As, uh, you know, with, with Taika Waititi yeah. as rat catcher and him explaining that if if rats, the lowliest and look down upon creatures, have a purpose, so do we all. And it cuts back to rat catcher 2 in tears and it's like, God damn. You made me fucking feel. No, stop. And Quit trying feel, to humanize rats. Uh. <laughs> it's, okay, this was a feel-good scene, though. I know it was a feel-good scene. Fucking feel good. Obviously, it's yeah, well, yeah. nature. I, I, and but, then, uh, I, she is fantastic. Yeah. Give me more rat catcher, yeah. too. What, are you offended by that? Were you offended uh, by Joe, that? I take ex- exception to you saying I love to hate everything. Okay. And then this right here. I'm like 50-50. I don't hate everything. I only hate like she 50. dove. She dove into that shit like a it swimming was pool, bro. Yeah, I also did gross, but also really expected the eye to be a little more solid. Bro, I was eating right yeah. here too, man. Like I, I got so hungry in this movie. The first watch, I was baked out of my mind, and I'm like, I gotta eat something. And then I see just rats feasting on whatever brain yeah. on on eye tissue. I'm just like, uh, you know, maybe I don't want to eat right now. <laughs> yeah, this shit is nauseating. Stuff usually doesn't. And, but like, before yeah. before it gets to that uh, point, it's okay. Stuff before yeah, it gets like, to that point, it's okay. Stuff like uh, this doesn't usually get me grossed out, but this just hit. Well, it's because they're fucking rats. It's rats. I don't think the rats are the disgusting it. part. It's the whatever. It's the rats is. digging like, into the tissue like that. Yeah. Ugh. It's disgusting. Oh, man. The giant blood-filled eye, too. Hmm. And then you got to humanize the Starro. I do got a question, though. I got to have... I have the feeling that that was, like, a little bit more of, like, a hindsight... Like, I look back on that, and I was happy. 
bullshit. Like, you he just had tried to, to gotten t- bored. Yeah, yeah, you just tried to take over a city. You weren't you weren't happy just staring at the stars. <laughs> uh, maybe. I mean, it's an alien, you know? Like they don't think like us. They don't have the same tendency. I cannot like believe that Harley Quinn was just like I'm going to dive into this motherfucker's yeah. eye. And that she didn't drown. And that she didn't like try and immediately swim out as soon as she got inside of it. She was like, I'm going to float here and stare at the rats as they eat the eyeball. <laughs> that's Harley Quinn for you, though. Yeah, that's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Maybe I would watch, actually. No, you wouldn't. Probably, yeah, probably not. You think that you... It, I mean, you're never going to see that shit it, again. It, I mean, obviously, since it's since it already happened and the only the only giant starfish that they had died... Um, you you can never see it again. I do love the fulfillment of Bloodsport's arc there too, with his daughter watching on the TV and being proud, saying that's my dad to her friends. I'm proud. And to it's admit. like it's a very small it's a very small aspect yeah. of the story, but it's like it's cool. I'm, They're doing okay. I'm proud to admit also, that I've become a lot more emotional while watching movies. Like I've it's the I let myself cry a lot more just recently. I don't know why. No nah, like, emotions. I had a few like I had like nah. a you know a single tear like whenever like that's my dad. Uh, like whenever she said that was my dad, like that's my dad. Yeah, like, I, was like, was oh, up, I was like, Oh man. Fuck. No, yeah, there were like there's there's a couple moments in this movie where I teared up watching. Only it, one acceptable I, point for tears, and that's if a that's if a dog dies. Any other point no reason to cry. No, you, you did not cry in Toy Story Three. <laughs> I don't fucking remember. In the incinerator, they're all head down. They just grab hands. They're all ready to die. Actually, no, I definitely and couldn't cry because I never connected to Toy Story that much. After watching oh. Toy Story and three, I'm the Ronnie brain. I have feelings. <laughs> Let's see what else have I cried in? King Kong, crying King Kong. I can tell you the first movie I cried in was in movie theaters. Uh, it was Curious George. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like five, and it's that scene where Curious George is getting shipped across the sea in a container. Uh, I was like, "Fuck this!" Wow, fuck this, man! Real I strong gonna, emotions and wording from a five-year-old. I am going to be a vegetarian in thirteen years. <laughs> this monkey man who doesn't have a tail for some reason. For some reason, he's responsible. Oh, I love this I love- fucking Omnum. Um, no, nom. that nom nom though. That nom nom though, right? <laughs> no, yeah, like the fact that these are the four, and I would love just like fuck it. I know this isn't canonically a team. Let them go be yeah. something together. King Shark, Ratcatcher Two, Bloodsport, and Harley Quinn. Let them like not do not go do good, but go do their thing. Go do you know? more of this. It's Taking just down, so hard uh, though with DC. It's starfish like, kaiju. It's just. Like it's so hard because they don't have like a like a plan set out, you know. It's just like movie yeah. by movie sort of thing. And like I do love this last little bit here. Cause this is this is such a big moment for Bloodsport here. This this is the this is the last moment that made me cry the first time I watched it. Uh and it's because like of the story he told earlier of his dad locking him in a box with rats and it traumatized him. The only rat reason why this drew any okay. emotion was because of the fact that the rat kind of acts like a dog. Oh. Yeah. Thus, it subs it 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 fills in the requirement of a dog in a movie. 
for emotion. But Ratcatcher Two fulfills this role for blood for blood sport. That's like it it helps him realize what he looks for in his daughter, what he what he needs to do for his daughter, and it also helps him overcome a trauma in a way. Like maybe he can kind of come to terms with uh with what's kind of happened to him now, now that he's uh aided his uh overcome his fear of rats. Never been happier. Praise be. Weasel Weasel lives. Not only does Weasel live, Weasel runs off to terrorize this small island nation. Yeah, so the Cordo Maltesian coup just like happened. Wait. This looks like it's like freshly after so like he was a, he was on the island while this all happened. Mm-hmm. Alive and running around. How many days from whenever they got there? Is it like a day or two? Or like, I'm guessing it's been like two days. I'm guessing it's like it's the ne- no, it's like the next day, because they they arrive on the island, they get they like it goes bad. The next morning they run through the rebel camp, then they find yeah. the dude. So it's like a day after, um, they get captured, then they get they free another night. Yeah, so it's like it's like a day and a half. Dude was just chilling there, and uh, somehow. A day and a half later was just like – Oh, no. I think Colton was saying like this is the same night he wakes up. Mm. Right, Colton? Oh, no. Yeah, I think the weasel I think the weasel wakes up there. Like, yeah, I think like the, the weasel – I don't think he slept for a day yeah. and a half. Like I think he, he woke up after everyone was gone and was like, oh, shit. I like to think that the weasel's just invincible and he knew he can't die. So that's why he jumped in the water anyways. Like he's like, I'm not going to like, – This is how I get out of the suicide yeah, like, I'll come back. This is how I get out of prison. No, I'm the weasel. Again, I'm the smartest being in the DC extended universe. The weasel, there is – the lights are on but no one is home. There are no thoughts running through that thing's brain besides terror and chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy it. The, I don't buy no, it. The weasel, the weasel is a being of pure chaos and nothing else. Oh my god, look how many <laughs> the, the weasel there are. Yeah. Holy crap. I mean, they had to have people for all those, uh, for the, like, face-hugging scenes. Oh, just falling backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang, some people had to come into this movie to literally just... <laughs> yeah. Damn, bro. I mean, I'd do it. If I could be a part of the Suicide Squad, just to fall oh, back. Oh, hell yeah. Like, yeah. No doubt. Totally. Sign me up. I'm there. I'm in. Uh, my, fuck yeah, guys. Uh, my, uh, my sister-in-law and her mother are in, uh, no, uh, far from home. For like what? a court, for like a frame. Um, they're in the back. How have you never brought this up on the podcast? I don't, just never even thought about it. Well, I was thinking about it here because the extra part, it wasn't even like extras in a scene. It was just like they were filming a scene in like one of the like markets of like Venice or whatever. And they just so happened to be in Venice while they were filming the scene. So you can barely see like they are like they're in there for like a frame. (laughs) Yeah. Like, damn, that's dope. See? And we've paused before just to see them. (laughs) Great things come up the credits, folks. Hmm. What a man! What a movie! I this will this will definitely go down as a constant rewatch throughout the years. Like, oh yeah, like this is one that I will rewatch regularly. This is one of my favorite comic book movies movie. of all time. It's already yes. a comfort movie. I've already this this uh, like I said, my fifth time watching this fucking movie. Psycho! Uh, it's been out for a couple weeks. Can officially say, I think I'm. I think this was my fourth. I think. I'll go with Fuck four. yeah. But man. There's just so much. It's just so much fun. Mm. 
and obviously we just did a live commentary of it. There's so much, so much to talk about all the way throughout it. What is the, what's, isn't there a post credit scene? What is it? Yes. It's Peacemaker in the hospital. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Cause they're kind like of sticking we, around for yeah. all the way through the credits here. Yeah. Cause they, cause they're like, we don't fucking want him. <laughs> Joe, have you never stuck around for this post credit scene? I did not know it existed until just now. Yeah. Yep. You're about to watch it was, the post credits. It was really fun. Time, yeah. It's because it's so fucking hard to get post credit scenes on a TV because you can't like, yeah. you can't like, frame by frame it and so i was like having to like continuously like skip forward in the credits to the point where i was like all right here's the point where they'll actually do a post-credit scene because it was after all this it was after like i mean i was joking with my dad about it because it was like it was after all this then after all this then after like the fucking uh or no it was black widow sorry that this was for where it was like after the fucking like special thanks to to this one thing that was you know important for one frame of this one scene (laughs) yeah Damn, it's, and I, it it just goes to show you how many people work on these movies, dude. Like, it creates so much work for so yeah. many people. Like, there's just so much that goes into this shit. You know, my second career choice after engineering was VFX. Like, that's what I was. I'm, that's what I was going to go into. Be outstanding. Like, I just. I don't know. It's really. I, I just think it's really cool. Like what I like. I watch. I don't know if you guys know them. Has a. I skipped ahead. Just let me know whenever it starts for you guys. The <laughs> gotcha. Um, I skipped ahead. I already watched it because you know it's my first time and I kind of wanted to get a little gist of what it was before you guys did. But I feel you. I feel you. But uh. Yeah, we're at the. Uh, I even saying? I don't even. We're at two hundred nine oh nine two hundred nine ten two hundred nine eleven two hundred nine twelve. Thank you, Colton. <laughs> Okay, I'm probably lined up with you. What time stamp was it at? Uh, that's a good question. I just skipped and just. It's just okay. We only minutes. we only have three minutes left, so yeah, we only have a couple seconds left of uh, credits. And you know what? That you ought to stick around through the credits. Got to appreciate everybody who worked on them. Disagree. That's just a principle. Principle thing. And that's just so. Like, they should just like you. I mean, because like who else? Who else would have known the work that uh, Jerry Sue and. Spencer Kelsey and Lou Manchilla ever did on this movie. You know? Igloo Music. Oh, I thought that was an, okay. That's just a company I, name, yeah. not an actual name. I'm I'm fine with the like with the like credits for like actual people that did work. Once against once it gets to like the this company and special thanks to this company and special thanks to this company. Yeah. I don't care. Mm. Yeah, have like, have like have like a though. have like a credits credits and then like a downloadable credits that you can go online God and look damn. up. Folsom Prison Blues, People Who Died, Sucker's Prayer, Samba na Sola, Adagio, Whistle for the Choir, Sola, Point of No Return, Can't Sleep, Kemtiem Hoga, Mil Tambor, Rain, I Ain't Got Nobody. Special thanks Fucking to great. Lynn Ween, bro. Special thanks to you. And Jim Lee, Frank Miller, these are a bunch of comic and book And Microsoft, artists. apparently. Was in there. A special thanks to Microsoft. Don't know what they did. Why does it sound like uh? This sounds like a Polar Express music. I see. It. Thanks to Quebec. <laughs> shout out! Shout yeah. out the city of yeah. Quebec. Once you're once you're thanking the Quebec Production <laughs> Services thanks, Tax Credit, thanks, I don't care. Bayern. <laughs> thanks, Imp. 
<laughs> the story, all names, characters, and incidents portrayed by this production are fictitious and no actual person's places. Wait, did it say no one was harmed? No, no, no. Oh, it said yep. uh, is intended or should be yeah. inferred. Yeah. Don't worry. They didn't say no one was harmed in the productions of this movie. I don't think they could ever do that. Because, like, people got harmed. Yeah. People got hurt. Like, people were killed. Lots of them. <laughs> Crazy. Starfish were killed as well. But here here we got we got Peacemaker somehow alive after a bullet to the throat. And I appreciate that it won't be Amanda Waller in charge of her, uh, in charge of him. It'll be these two. Hopefully, a little bit more of a conscience. Hmm. Yeah, hopefully uh, Amanda Waller is just fired. Maybe when he just sees or the killed. fact that his whole team was against him, and he was the only one that. No. Was like... And that's the thing is that I've got to think they're going to build on because how do you make a series with a compelling arc if it's not him, at least rationalizing what he's done and trying to. Uh, trying to become not better, but maybe like understand himself, become mm, no. who he is because he wants to be that, not because he's just gonna he's gonna he's just like reaffirm what he's what his decision and decide that he was in the right all along. There is no I, I sure hope there is no redemption arc. Wow, I'm just hoping he can make peace with himself. Yeah, but getting hit no. in the jugular and surviving—that's pretty badass. You don't, not well, only might have missed the jugular, it might have just taken out the windpipe. He got hit right there, bro. <laughs> that it's donezo. If anything hits right here, blade. I mean, if bullet, anything hits object, here as a bullet and just like direct on, you're dead. It's the fact that he's alive. That is because it is a comic book movie. No, once again, Colton, this is real life. John Cena barely survived taking a bullet to his throat by Idris Elba. They got that shit live. They, like it was they, they filmed, filmed that, the bullets in slow camera, motion and that everything. That was the slowest camera I've ever seen ever to capture bullets and to be able to move through space that fast yeah. to track the bullets was really impressive and uh, got to give the Just goes to show you the vision, yeah. the visionary that is James Bond. Crazy, Brown. man. Uh, but like uh, they get yeah. one, they get one take for every single one of these scenes. <laughs> but fuck yeah, guys, this was uh, this was fun as hell. Uh, we'll definitely have to be doing this for because now that I've seen that we can do this for the Suicide Squad, I have no doubt we can do this for eleven Star Wars. Dude, movies. literally, uh, we have we have so much information about Star Wars that Obi Wan putting like picking up like a something would be like oh did you know you know like, yeah like, we can talk about this literally. we can talk about any given scene in that movie for at least 10 minutes and i know it so uh, haven't we already I'm, done a live re- a live rewatch we did that of the mandalorian season one episode no, did, seven no, how did we start eight. like this like us three started the bitches three of the bitches four um started on a may uh, on on a may the fourth podcast uh, and it didn't get it didn't uh it didn't render like the the shit fucked up like we ended up recording a whole thing and it didn't matter did it really no yeah. no 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 it got posted because i remember it got posted because i sent it to my parents and they listened to it and they called me a nerd <laughs> that's right no there was one for uh it was uh, made it was another podcast it was another podcast i was trying to start before i decided to just say fuck it and make this the podcast where i put everything yeah uh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, May the Fourth, spectacular. We recorded that. There wasn't a live commentary, but it was sworn, just a, it, well. You're right. It wasn't a live commentary, but we did it. I could have sworn we did it over like a movie or something. 
But maybe it was yeah. just Star Wars. Maybe I, maybe we just talked about Star Wars for like two hours. I think we did. I think we just talked but about Star Wars in general. We're going right? to have to get the bitches four to get on these uh, the commentaries, and I say we do those chronologically. Uh, uh, not not the uh, maybe maybe in the time they were released, or perhaps one through three, Rogue One and Solo, uh, or Solo and Rogue One, the original trilogy. Ah. Uh. So story order, maybe. I'm down. I'm down for story order. I'm down also for release order too. I mean, I I just started them in, in in release order, so I mean, I, I'm I fine s- with doing it again, obviously, or just changing it up. So I say we do it in the same amount of time it took them to release them. So we release episode one uh, soon. Um, then we wait like a year, release episode or release episodes th- uh, four, then do five and six, then we wait like thirty years. That's fair. And then we can come back to episode one, and then we'll wait That's another. I'll put a reminder years. on my phone. Real quick. All right. For 30 years. That's in the fair. Future. But again, this was the Penny Bloom podcast. We were three of the bitches of the bitches four. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, buddy. Oh, thank you for having me. I missed you, Kyler. Can't wait till you can come back. Missed your voice. Can't wait for the fourth bitch to complete the yeah. bitches four can come back. Uh, you will be missed, and uh, we will see him again. Uh, thank you, Miles Muffucking Buttress. Uh, thanks for having me, man. Um, happy to be back anytime. Next week, even next, maybe, maybe next, maybe, maybe next week, maybe. mayhaps. Uh, um, happy, may to be, happy to be bitch three of the bitches four. And sadly, bitch four, Kyler Barnett could not be with us. Was today. was being a real bitch. Was being a real bitch. Like uh, we are. could not be here. Like we are, but uh, uh, he'll be back. He'll be back for sure. Uh, head to patreon.com slash Bloom, where on this episode you will find an exclusive 30-minute introduction in which we do nothing but discuss the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Uh, theorize <laughs> for what the movie is going to be. and uh, I'm surprised it's a lot that of fucking we talked fun. for almost 40 minutes about Why? Like, Why trailer. would you be surprised that we yeah, would talk yeah. about I mean, I guess talk I'm for sure. 40 minutes about a two-and-a-half-minute trailer? Like, I just didn't even think there was that much to talk about but we just kept going man it was just I mean, like i mean like we, we it starts with the trailer but then we get into theorizing about the universe at large and how it connects to other things and it's more than just the trailer at well, that but it's, point. All, it's all based off stuff we see in the trailer and True. the only reason it didn't last that we could have gone probably for another 30 minutes but we had this like yeah. for a minute there i was thinking are we just gonna just have this be the episode and then Film the <laughs> film th- what this is at a later date. <laughs> nah, that's just a fun Patreon exclusive for the people. Uh, but for, yeah, head for to the tw- people for the people. Head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod. Head to Instagram, follow at Penny Bloom Podcast. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, do me a solid. Subscribe to the channel. Download all the episodes. Uh, leave a five star rate and review. Share with a friend. That's how we grow. Uh, And remember, peace, love, and bloom. And always praise three of the bitches from the bitches four. That's that's us three. Us three bitches. And Keanu Reeves. He can be. And, and don't can, get me wrong. You you should also praise Kyler yeah. Barnett. The uh, bitch, bitch the Keanu Reeves can be bitch five of the new bitches five. If you don't, as well, you will if die. We decide to expand it. Yeah, the, these are the legal rules. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 